Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you get on my Coming down for you. Damn it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to yet another 42 level one. <clears throat> this is episode 306. Seven. Yeah. 307, and here with me is always the Twilight Princess of all games himself. Mr. Andy did I say I'm Alistair Kennedy? Did I say I'm Alistair Kennedy? Uh, he, I don't know if you did. <laughs> if yeah. you're listening at this stage, you kind of know who we are. <laughs> it's in the description. I'm Ali, he's Andy. And yes, thank you for joining us. This is the Disease Show. Um, <clears throat> both of us have got varying levels of sore throats and colds and coughs and and he may be or may or may not be dying with his pain in his arms but if there's a show next week then it'll be all good yeah. but let's waste no further time and get into big screen wee screen and this is the part of the show where we talk about all the tv and all the movies we've watched in the past week so andy what have you been watching so yeah i did watch a few things always when i get on well like i can never be fucked in any game so <laughs> i just watch things like i just lie yeah. there vegetate and just like watch shit that's it's weird that, isn't it? Like how when you're yeah, yeah. ill, like Tasha's like, when I was ill with a sickness bug, remember, in December, she was like, why mm. don't you just take the day and play games? I'm like, mm. when you're ill, you can't play games. Nah. It's not like that. And she's like, games are just relaxing. I goes, no, nah, you can't focus Some on games, <laughs> you can't focus. Like, there's no point in play. Like, maybe a game like tennis or some or Mario Tennis or something. But even at mm. that, like, watching the ball go backwards and forwards i don't know if you're like me but sometimes your eyes get sore yeah. so i'm like no i'm not playing it but then like can you imagine even contemplating sitting there but people that don't play games don't understand like i could never sit down and play like final fantasy 7 or like kingdom hearts or something like that while i was ill because i would just be like oh can't be bothered you can't be bothered like reading anything or like you just want to sit and just like have content <laughs> yeah. at you. you don't want to have to interact mm. with it even when it gets to the point of like netflix asking you are you still there <laughs> like you're like yeah. i guess so yes. i'm here but sure. i'm not really engaged like can you just yeah. like play me something the for me like <laughs> netflix um, should make out when you're ill playlist so it's just yeah. things like how i met your mother uh always sunny you know things that you can just yeah. drift drift in and out of that's what they need to play so i i did watch i did watch a few things though so um i watched first of all uh, I watched the Tomb Raider movie. Yeah, I've seen this before. Um, introduction section to a game following a bike chase sequence with paint, which is yeah. weird. That was why is that I, in the movie? I didn't like, like that intro at all. How did that, I made, how did that no build sense. a character? Like, I don't, what is I don't, that? I don't get why they didn't just cut that because I think I don't think it added anything to the movie at all. Like, no, because um, it's just a bike chase around London for like twenty minutes. <laughs> You're like, okay. With paint. 
with paint, yeah. I mean, they could have literally cut that whole segment out of the movie, made it 20 minutes shorter, and the movie would have been much better for it. It would have been more of a Tomb Raider movie without that. Um, do, you, do you think the researchers looked up London and they just decided, oh, this is a famous London game, but they've just went on Wikipedia, and it's like, we'll put that in the movie so it feels like London? <laughs> like, I've never seen that game in my life, and I probably would never see it again. I mean, it probably is, it probably is a thing, I dare say, but, like, how the fuck does it tie into Lara Croft? Like, who kills the chicken cycle? Like, yeah. I've never seen her go down a pyramid on a bicycle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. I, so yeah, I didn't get that at all. But the, the movie was okay. Um, was it better than the last two Tomb Raider movies? Uh, I don't think so. Probably not. Chris, um, Chris Barry says no. Yeah, Chris Barry was in it, and like those ones were kind of tongue in cheek, and they knew like kind of what they were doing with it, and like this one. They seem to want to copy like that first Tomb Raider game and like give you the kind of cool moments from it, which is all right, fair enough. But at the end of the day, like, those, moments, the game. <laughs> those moments like work really well in the game, like brilliantly. Like it's so cool, like when you're like you come across that plane and like it starts like breaking and shit like that, and it's like it's tense and exciting because you're playing as it a character. You. When you're mm. watching it in the movie, like it doesn't give you the same. It's just like okay, she's in a plane. Okay, she's do you ever find it with? The plane. Do you ever find it with films like this that it's like when that sort of thing happens in the first hour and there's an hour left, it's like I don't really have much worry for the title character dying at this stage. So no, this doesn't yeah, even feel true. it doesn't even yeah. feel like a threat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, and I mean, then like they've got Mission Impossible set regardless in, in in those these type of movies. Like they're not going to kill Lara Croft in her no. first quote unquote reboot movie. Same way with but like like. Your Tom Cruise in, in the Mission Impossible movie. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, Mission Impossible yeah. 7's kind of meh because, like, they've already announced Mission Impossible 7 and 8. So it's like, yeah. well, he's not going to die in 7. So yeah. <laughs> none of it will feel like it's high stakes. It's like, mm, it's like watching Jack Ryan as much as I absolutely love that show. It was my favourite show last year. You're, anytime Jack Ryan was threatened, you, sometimes you were drawn in, but most of the time you're like, they're not going to kill off the guy that. Hmm. This show is named after on the third episode, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, that, that Tomb Raider movie, I wouldn't bother with it. Like, just skip that one. Play the game instead. Go and buy the the definitive edition. Yeah, you get it on the new consoles. It's yeah, it's really cheap and it's really good. Um, much better than this movie. Um, I also hmm. watched uh, another movie called Escape Plan. The oh man, yeah. What did you think of it? I didn't like it that much, to be honest. It was okay. Ah, but... I thought it was great. Like, I, I think you overhyped it. Like I think I, I just I really liked it. it. Like, I, like I've watched it just like off the bat, and I thought it was all right. But like I watched it like while I was ill, and like it didn't grab me, and it wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't turn off your brain enough. <laughs> yeah, I would not watch that while I was ill. But it was no. okay. Like uh, I didn't like how they were on a ship. I think I loved that twist. Like, where are like we? That. Like oh, we're on a ship. All right, great. Like cool. I liked it when he was first getting out of the first prison. That was cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When the, he ended up getting the fireman costume and yeah, it was yeah, creative. I liked that, and I, I think I'd have probably liked to see escape of more different prisons rather well, than just like, that's that, that one prison plus like this other super prison on a, on a ship. That's what the third one's going to be. Like, they're going okay. to, like, the world's oldest prison with basicness, where, like, it's a drop at the side of the cell. It's like, how is he getting out of this? Mm. That'll be cool. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I might watch the second one, because, was it Batista's in that one, in it? <laughs> yeah, but you'll hate the second one. Like, I hated what, the second like, one. 
So, so given the fact that you hated the second one, I think I'm going to love the second one. Maybe. <laughs> You're going to be like, far better, much better. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I didn't, I didn't think Arnold Schwarzenegger was that good in it, to be honest. Like, Stallone was alright. Stallone like, was good. Schwarzenegger wasn't mm. great. No, he wasn't. He was like that one of his first roles, as far as I know, because he couldn't act while he was governor or something like that. And yeah. that, that and the Terminator appearance was his first role. And like Vinnie Jones was okay, and uh, Vincent Nofrio was alright. <clears throat> Sam Neill was good as a doctor. Yeah, he was actually quite decent. Um, so I don't think I watched any other movies, but I did watch some a couple of TV shows. So Ooh. first of all, I watched um, the first couple of episodes of the new season of Friends from College. Yeah, first three episodes of that. Season two, I watched of that. Uh, that show's fucking brilliant. It's really funny. It's basically like about I think it's six friends who some of them are in couples and some of them are are separate. Um, and at the end of the last season, there was like all sorts of drama happened, and they've now like not seen each other for like pretty much a year, and it's now about them kind of coming back into each other's lives, and it's just really funny. So these are all people that are now like grown up essentially. So they're all like out there, like doing their jobs, having their families get married and all that. Um, but they they were always friends from like college times. Um, but it's really good. Have, have you seen the first season of that? No, I didn't fancy it. It's. I think you would. I think you would really like it, man. Honestly, like mm. uh, it's got um, what's the face? Kobe Smulders is in it, and it's got uh, what's the guy's name from uh, Forty Year Old Virgins? No. Uh, what Steve Carell? No, no. No, the one of the the black guy from is he not in it? No, is that uh, the black guy is T T Michael T. I can't remember his name. What the fuck is the guy's name? I've, I'm sure I forgot this guy's name the last time we spoke about this. To be honest, maybe fact, yes, I definitely did. Um, Keegan Michael something. That's his name, something like that. But anyway, he's been in a few things. He's in the episode of It's Always Sunny where they go on the game show. He's the game show host. Hmm. If you remember that episode, but anyway, the the other the other guy that's in it, and he's in he's in like a couple with this with a guy. He's like a he's he's gay and he's really funny in it, and his boyfriend's fucking hilarious. Um, but it's the guy from uh, Princess Bride. So you know the the Princess Bride who the guy tells Andre the Giant. No, not him, not him. No, it's the kid that's in the bed who the grandpa tells uh, a story to. Andre the Giant. No. And he's in Dead. He's in Deadpool too. Oh yeah, Andre the Giant. Not Andre the Giant. No, <laughs> not Andre the Giant. No. I forgot. I've forgotten this guy's name. I need to check his name. It, like Once Upon a Deadpool. Sorry, is is what he's in. Fred Savage. I, I didn't even need to look it up. Fred Savage is his name. But he's really funny, and his boyfriend's fucking hilarious. And it's just it's a really good show. Like, and it kind of it's quite relatable as to like what happens, and it. it's really funny. Mm. Yeah, but I would highly, highly recommend that. The episodes are only like 20 minutes long each, so. Not bad. Yeah, I, w- I would definitely watch it. See if you like, like How I Met Your Mother and stuff like that. It's kind of like less wacky than that because it's all, there's no like fantastical stuff in it. Cause, like, See, what's my TV watching days. from like morning to night is Teletubbies and stuff now. I don't really get much of a chance because when the baby's sleeping, it's right, time to do the dishes, time to get the washing on, time mm. to tidy out. Studio 42, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like we're, we're trying to focus on one season at a time because like Tasha watches a lot more TV than me. I don't really watch TV. I like series now and then, but like I've kind of went off watching a lot of it and we're watching through Gotham, but like mm. Tasha's got her 
reality shows that she loves watching. So usually I let her play that now. I go upstairs and I'll play the Switch mm. or something. But um, but I mean, this is this is the type of show that you could watch while you're playing Switch. Easy. Right. So I could easily fling it on my phone and play. Yeah, it's good kind of like background stuff. Same way as like cool. how you how you met your mother was. Um, oh, that's good then. I might give yeah. it a shot then. It's it's definitely worth watching. Like it's really good, really funny. Um. So the only and like I say, I'm only up to episode three and uh, this the whole of the second season just came out recently. Season two just came out, yeah. Yeah, like I didn't even know it was out. And it's like new episodes of this. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, yep, the whole season's there. Um, there's eight episodes in the new season, so like I say, it's it's pretty short. Like seasons and the episodes are short as well, so it's good. I like it. Um. So the other thing that I did watch, though, and I watched a lot of this, nearly the whole season, um, was uh, Titans Season 1. Not started it yet, we weren't. <clears throat> we're going to finish Gotham Season 4 and then start it. I watched Episode 1, I've seen all that myself, before Tasha decided she wanted to see it. I mean, I, lo- I love Robin, I love Dick Grayson, I love Nightwing. Um, uh, wasn't ever a Teen Titans kind of fan, but when Davis, who some people might remember from being in the mm-hmm. show, um, he's a huge Teen Titans fan and said it was absolutely fucking brilliant. I'm like, hmm. And then Andy saying he liked it when he's kind of like me in superhero shows. There is a lot of them just now, and mm-hmm. we were feeling kind of burnt out, like mid of last year, if you remember. Yep. And like this one's just came along, and it kind of almost feels suicidey, squaddy, like just. I it, it. I mean. It... It doesn't really like. I, I get where you. I get where you're coming from that, but like once you actually watch the show, it's not. It's not like that. The trailers kind of present it a wee bit like that, but it's not. It's not really into that at all. Um, but yeah, this episode, this uh, season is fucking amazing. Like I've, I've watched up to, uh, like I, I did the same actually. Like I watched ten episode, episodes. Yeah, it's ten episodes. I've watched up to episode uh, nine. So that's eleven episodes in, in this season. So I've got two, two left to go. Um, from what I hear. They actually split the season finale into two so that they could start okay. next season with a bang. So, okay, cool. yeah, I mean that's fine. Which is a bold move. Uh, like if it if it kind of like goes the way that I'm thinking that it goes, I'll be quite annoyed actually because um because of the way they're putting out in the UK. <laughs> Tim Drake shows up. I know that. Uh, I haven't seen Tim Drake yet. I've seen another Robin though. Like it's not Dick Grayson, so I Who? don't know if Who? Who? Uh, Jason Todd. Is it Jason Todd I'm thinking of? I don't think yeah. Tim Drake. Was... Tim Drake must be the current Robin, or is Jason Todd the current Robin? Yeah, I'm not sure, but like he's Jason Todd's the quote unquote current Robin in this universe. Ah, right. No, no, I don't mean in the comics. So Jason Todd's the current. That's what I was meaning in this universe. So Jason Todd obviously becomes Red Hood, who's one of my favorite characters of all time. Yep. But he's really young in this. Like, see when he first showed up, like I thought it was going to be Damien Wayne because like he had this little like messy hair and everything like that. And well, like, oh, no, because <clears throat> by the time Damien Wayne arrived, Robin was well into the Nightwing and had even became he was Batman at the time. Like he was Batman, <laughs> to, you know, to Damien yeah. because Bruce quote unquote I mean, died. They can do different things in in the TV shows, but anyway, like uh, like I did the same actually. Like with episode one, I watched it myself, and I was like, I really liked that. That was cool. Like I think Ashley mm. might like this. And then I rewatched episode one with her like the next day. She's like, mm. Yeah, I like that. Like that's that's good. And then we watched the, the the next lot, and um, the two characters that I I didn't think I would have any interest in, who I fucking love, um, is uh, Hawk and Dove. Those two are awesome. Like okay. absolutely brilliant. 
Like, going I, I by the first episode, they made a really good choice for Robin, though. Like, he does feel like a cool Dick Grayson. He's he's pretty good, man. And like, I, I like the rest. I like the uh, the girl that's playing. What's her name? Starfire. Um, no, not Starfire. I, I wasn't too keen on her, but she's come around a little bit now. Like, she's kind of lost her memory. Because Starfire of, like, ends up in a team with um, Jason Todd and um, <clears throat> Roy Harper, who was Red Arrow first of all. Yeah. Speedy, um, well, he was called Speedy in um, the comics, but Speedy in the TV shows, obviously, mm. his little sister. But, like, um, yeah, so Roy Harper, uh, Starfire, and Red Arrow mm. become Red Hood and Outlaws. Mm. That would be something I'd love to see spin <laughs> off of this. But honestly, like, this show's fucking great. Like, uh, it's, like, up there with The Flash, like, season really? one. That yeah. good? Yeah, man, like, really good. Like, it's high I mean, praise from you. Yeah, like, and I love The Flash, like, season one, season two, and even season three, like, I, we kind of fell off it a wee bit, but it's just because we were busy at the time, and we will get back to that, and I think it's more, I think it's actually because, like, see, because Showbox fell away and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, it was a pain in the ass, and, like, just, The Flash isn't on Netflix or Amazon, I don't think it's on Amazon. Which is annoying. Uh, Arrow's on Amazon, I'm not sure okay. about The Flash, though. Arrow's definitely on Amazon. I think Flash is on Sky, actually. Sky One, if I if I recall over here correctly. Um but yeah, so like because it's a kind of pain in the ass to watch, like and there's other shit that I can watch on Netflix that's ongoing that we are currently watching in the same way at Amazon as well. Um it's just so much easier just to pull that up on there rather than fuck about with try to get Showbox working again, which I, I couldn't get working mm. again. <laughs> Arrow Arrow's on it up to season five, but Flash is not on it. Um, Constantine's yeah. on it. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow, like everything's on it. Marvel Runaways and all this, but like Flash, no, not Flash. I think Flash is on Sky. I think they, Sky picked that one up because um, it was doing well. But, but anyway, like uh, yeah, like I say, I've watched up to episode uh, nine, and the episode that we watched last night was fucking amazing. Like there was like some really cool, like holy shit moments in it, like and. Oh, some of the origin stories. I know there's a there's a Batman sequence as well. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen Batman. Like they've mentioned Batman a couple of times in it, like with regards to like, Robin and things like that. And and it's been cool anytime when they mention him. And it makes sense every single time when they mention him. It's not, and it's not just like throwaway. Like you're just mentioning it to say the word Batman. <laughs> so well, I'm guessing episode eleven's description where Dick goes back to Gotham City might be the one. Could be a. Uh, like, uh, obviously, I've not got to that yet. so And I'm trying not to read the description so I don't spoil it for myself. Ah, sorry. My bad. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, but yeah, like, the episode I watched last night is, like, one of the coolest episodes of, like, a TV show I've seen in a long time. Um, but yes, it's so good. Teen um, Titans had a huge following, though, didn't it? Like, so this is a smart move. Did, yeah. Yeah, oh, definitely. And, like, I didn't like the Teen Titans at all. Like, I've seen the episodes <laughs> of the cartoon and I was like, yeah, this is fucking nasty. I don't get the hype. <laughs> no, like Bethany liked it, and like I've watched this, like thinking, like, oh, maybe she could watch this. Absolutely no fucking way could she watch this. <laughs> no, the swearing like, and I mean the swearing's fine. Like I, I don't care if she hears a bit of swearing. The violence and like there's a bit of sex and stuff like that in it, and like the the way that the characters kind of are with each other. There's no way. Like it's mostly the violence. There's a lot of violence in the show. Like it's fucking brutal. Um, there's one scene in it where there's a, a fight scene and I don't think this was in the trailer so I'll not spoil it for you but there's one particular thing that one character does to like a, a villain or like just like a generic bad guy which I would say is probably more brutal than what the Kingpin does to the the guy's head in that car door in that episode of Daredevil really? yeah wow. and, I, and like like me, like I was I've watched it 
like this I think this was in what was it in the first episode actually? I can't remember. Um it might have been in the first episode. Oh you, you mean when Robin's beating up the guys in Alloway? Yeah, and he takes the guy with the car the car door in the face. Yeah. Yeah. That see that that's more brutal. Like Ashley's like looking away, couldn't watch it. <laughs> Cause like that was oh, oh that is so brutal, man. Like but it fits perfectly with this like universe and uh, yeah, I can't wait to see the last two episodes. I'll have watched them for next week for sure. Um, the only, the one and only complaint I would, I will have about the show is the CGI on Beast Boy. Beast Boy. Yeah, Beast Boy. Name in it. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> like, because he turns into a tiger, and it's a really bad CGI tiger. It's like, have you seen the Walking Dead CGI tiger? <laughs> Probably worse than that. <laughs> like, um, you, you remember the shark from Flash? Yeah, it was so it's bad. Not, it's not as good as that. Like, wow. <laughs> it's really bad. Like, it, like it was terrible. cool that he showed up, but I mean, it yeah. looked terrible. Yeah, like I mean, and it gets. It's just it doesn't get any better. You'd think like, okay, that's the the pilot because you see that briefly in the pilot at the end, but yeah. it, it doesn't get any better than that. And like, you see it in better light, and it looks even worse. Like, it's terrible. Mm. And he doesn't. Fair. If, that's he the only complaint. That's fair. He, he hasn't seemed to have transformed into anything else as of yet, but he, he might do later on in the season. I don't know. Um, the thing they did with the Doom Patrol I thought was really cool like introducing them they're getting their own show aren't they as well yeah and like I didn't know who these guys were but like from seeing them in this episode they're fucking cool like <laughs> I really like these guys I don't know what the hell they are but like I've they, never read really interesting. no me neither I've never, I've never even heard of them before maybe if uh, DC, DC app had came out over here then yep. we would be able to read about them but it doesn't 100%. now that Netflix we're not getting it <clears throat> No, I don't think so. This is what pisses me off about about this because this show's fucking great and like this show sells the app to me like a hundred percent. Like if I'd if I'd got the app and paid for the app, I would not be disappointed because I got this awesome show out of it, and then I would be able to go read the comics about the characters from the show. And yeah, it just doesn't it's not here? It does not exist here. But yeah, sure but yeah, Titans is uh, is really fucking good. Like. Uh, Definitely worth worth watching. It, only, it was only this year it came out, wasn't it? Over here, this year it came out, but it finished last year in America. In yeah, so like this, like this it's gone show boxes like yeah. last year. But like, the, I, I would count this in like a this year TV show because it came out. In oh yeah, definitely. This year, I'd so count it as this, this year. Is, like I decided to hold list. off. <laughs> I decided to hold off when I had Netflix bought it because it's like, well, that makes it easier for me than Showbox going down every two months. Yep. But yeah, but yeah, like see the the second episode talking dove, like oh, it's so good. And then like the way that those characters, you find out more about them later on in the season. Oh, it's so cool. Loved it. It's not a Hawkman like no, no, Hawkman no. with a mask, is it? No, no, not him. I mean, the guy does have a mask, but he's more like he's more like Batman, but not rich. So he doesn't have like doesn't wings. Have like Hawkman kept showing up, and what was it? He, <clears throat> I mean, he does technically have wings, but they so don't serve Hawkman. any. They don't serve any purpose. <sighs> like, no, no, no. It's what, not. What it's are not legends? They're legends. legends yeah. It's not yeah. not those characters. Totally different. I don't he's think a, they're allowed the same characters. The last thing that I read as well was the CW for their crossover. You know, the big mm. crossover they just yeah, done. Yeah. They wanted to use Gotham's bat signal, and Gotham right. said absolutely not. But I think that's because that's for part of their <clears throat> the final shot of the final episode yeah, by the yeah. look of things that's going, and they don't want that shown first in that universe. Yeah. I think it's more to do with that than anything yeah, else. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Because um, the show was always going to end. They'd probably just be asking Gotham to use theirs to save them building one. <laughs> they made one anyway. Yeah, 
Aye, they would just make because, their own event, but yeah. they'd probably just be looking to use that to save them building a new one. And to tie it in. Money. Yeah, well, that as well. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, this show's fucking good. Like, def- definitely watch it. And, and it's uh, not Hulk... tied to CW at all so far? No, it's not tied to <clears throat> Then again, shows Supergirl started not tied to anything as well. Well, no, but I mean, I think this is like going to be its own universe, essentially. Well, DC works that way. And... You know, yeah. like, there can be. There's 52 different universes in oh, yeah, yeah. DC, so. And it's definitely not, it's obviously not tied to Gotham because. Batman's Batman already, and he's he's been Batman for years. He's already gone through one Robin. He's on his second Robin. So. Gotham could be a prequel. It could be, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I do like the idea that everything's like its own different universe, and it all ties mm. in through the multiverse. That's totally fine by me. At least they've explained it in some way. See, as far as I read, this was initially going to be a tie-in to the cinematic universe, but then obviously they've had so many problems with Batman directors, Ben Affleck not wanting to be Batman, that they probably just went somewhere along the line, yeah, let's just keep it separate. You know, it would have been cool if it did tie in that this was like Ben Affleck's Robin, that it was pissed off yeah. with them, do you know what I mean? That would have been yeah. awesome and a wee cameo for him as Batman, that would have been fucking mind-blowing, but because of the issues, the DCU, they're kind of getting it back together, you know, with like Wonder Woman signing James Gunn for um, Suicide Squad 2 and Aquaman apparently done well. They're kind of yeah. on the right track now, but the first year of that universe, it was far too rushed. Like, to get to Justice League that quick, it's like, no, you can't get to the Justice League that <laughs> yeah. quickly. I think the next Justice League, once we've seen the characters a bit more and stuff, will be better. Mm. Um, but at that point, we might have a different Batman, we might have a different Superman, you know? Mm. But yeah, this uh, this show stands up on its own, no bother. So, uh, well, well Good. worth watching. Even if you're not that into DC, like which I'm, I'm not that into DC, and I don't know these characters particularly. Um, I think if you have a background understanding of who Batman is, like you're okay. <laughs> nice, and you know who Robin is. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like, if you know who Batman is, generally you know who Robin is. Not if you've only ever seen the Michael Keaton Batman's. Well, no, because everyone knows the fucking song, like. Not everybody. I bet there's folk in the world that don't. Jingle bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg. Like he's in the fucking. Batman be lost its way when the Joker got away. Yeah. But what if there's somebody that doesn't know that, Andy? <laughs> like I've no idea who Everyone this Robin is. Everyone fucking knows that. Everyone knows. I that. bet. I bet there's somebody out there that doesn't know who Robin is. I bet you yeah. there has to be. It's the guy that laid an egg. <laughs> hmm. Batman smelled. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't watch anything else. Cool. So <clears throat> I watched a couple of it. This is before the Game of the Year show. I didn't watch too much this week. I actually played more this week because I was feeling slightly better than last week. But I, I decided because I was playing a lot of Let's Go Pokemon on the run up to the Game of the Year show. So I gave it a fair whack. I watched I Choose You, which is now on Netflix. And it's basically okay. the, the new Pokemon movie. But it's kind of a reboot of the entire first, you know, the seasons that we watched when we were young, like Ash Gets Pikachu and stuff. Yes. So like you can watch this with no prior knowledge. It doesn't tie into any of the other movies or series. <clears throat> and I mean it was okay like I, I wouldn't say it's better than the original series but I don't know nostalgia plays a part of that but I mean the, the original series still holds up art style wise like the new series looks exactly the same it's anime um, so this kind of takes liberties with the story and like he doesn't go about with Brock and Misty they're just gym leaders and he meets two other friends that are basically Brock and Misty which kind of makes no fucking sense do you know what I mean? It's like, hmm. why not just have Broken Misty? Like, okay, but whatever. And it it was all right. Um, I think Fraser liked it a bit more, but this is one really for maybe kids that don't want to go back and watch the original ones that are watching it now. 
watch this and you can see how Ash gets Pikachu and stuff, but it literally is a remake of the original series. And I mean, I haven't watched that in like years. Um, this is the one where P- Pikachu talks, isn't it? Well, he does, but it's kind of like in a dream sequence. So it's not really Pikachu speaking right, English. Okay. Hmm. Do you know, like Ash dies technically. And like it's this sort of like other world where Pikachu helps him come back to life yeah. in this mad field. So it's not really like Pikachu is just walking about like Detective Pikachu. He's just he just says that in the dream sequence when Ash is in like the I don't know in limbo. I would say is mm. he brings it brings Ash back to life, knowing that Pikachu needs him. That's all. Um. So anyway. Don't have too much more to say about that. Watch it if you like Pokemon. Um, the Power of Us is the sequel to it, right? And I believe it or not, I decided to watch this. But okay. I was watching these as I was playing, like the thing. So this is the sequel to the reboot film. So it's kind of like the follow-on directly. And the first one focused on Ho-Ho, which is a gold legendary bird that Ash seen in the first episode that we never got to gold and silver. This one's about Lydia, who's the silver, the bird in front of silver. Right. And it is utter, utter trash. Like, the first one was okay, fine. This one was just god-awful, man. Like, I didn't care for this film one bit whatsoever. Um, even Fraser said it was rotten. And they're doing another one, and I'm like, I'm watching another one of these, Fraser. I'm out now. That's me. I don't mind playing the games, but no, this is terrible. Um, it was like a carnival, and they celebrated. Oh, I, was, I don't even know the fucking plot. It was so bad. It wasn't like the first one was at least based in the original series. Do you know what I mean? So it kind of followed some like notes that's like pleasing to fans. Whereas this one was just its own. If it was a good story, it would be memorable, but I can't even remember it. My notes just say utter trash. That's all it says. So I'm going to stick with that. So I watched three other things. Um, watched Joe Rogan Triggered, which is one of his Netflix stand-ups from like last year. And that, that guy's so funny. And like, I watch his podcast quite a lot, and obviously his podcast is popular. I, I like the ones where he's talking about the UFC because Joe Rogan's a commentator for the UFC, but obviously he started as a stand-up comedian. Um, and what Tasha didn't realise, and the other day I realised, because we are not watched much of his stand-up, is he's so fucking animated, like almost Lee Evans still animated. You know, he's got this sort okay. of macho. He's got no, this like, sort of I've macho-ness. Never, never thought of him as animated at all, like from watching no. his podcast, because he's just, he's sitting there with total static. <laughs> and he, he's kind of macho and kind of like manly man, do you know what I mean? And he talks about fighting all the time. And like in this, like there's at one point where he's talking about how Bruce Jenner got turned into a woman by the Kardashians, and he's like mm. perched up in his stool, pretending to be a Kardashian. He's like they kick their high heels off, and they've just got their cloven hoofs, and they're like join us, Bruce. And he's like making this sort of noise, and like, you can be on the cover of Vanity Fair. Say goodbye to your masculinity. And he's like, uh, we've already lost one American Olympian to the Kardashian women, and I've got a close eye in Kanye West, and I don't like what I see. Like. <laughs> He's so funny, man. Like he's he's really funny. I, I even think you might like like his stand ups. This one was called Triggered. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't like him that much. Like, I like some of his interviews. Um, no, I, I, can't, I quite like his. I quite like his interviews. No, no, no. Like, I I only listen to like uh, I don't watch his, any of his UFC ones because I don't care about UFC people. But I I'm, said Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's not a UFC fighter, Andy. He's oh, a renowned scientist. Uh, Oh, right, okay. I, I didn't, I didn't know the Grassy Titan is the guy that disproved Pluto was Pluto. He's been in the Big Bang Theory. You know who this guy is. Uh, no, I don't know who he is. I watched these one with... Uh, <laughs> you Elon... do know who knew the Grassy <laughs> Titan I watched them with uh, Elon Musk. <laughs> and I, I've recently watched them, uh, probably within the last couple of weeks, actually, I watched Joe Rogan doing um, an interview with a comedian guy who was like an Asian comedian guy. I don't know if you saw this one. Um, where the guy had got kicked out of his own show for like telling like a joke like about a gay black guy or something and like they'd stopped his set and like kicked him out because <laughs> his joke was offensive and he's like 
I'm a comedian. <laughs> I'm like, what? And I mean, the joke wasn't that offensive. It wasn't a very great joke, to be honest, but like, it wasn't offensive, particularly. Um, but yeah, people get offended too easily these days. And that's kind of what they were saying in that show. But that, that I quite enjoyed that like episode of it. It was good. I, I do, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I do like his interview style. Like, because he manages to get a lot of information out of people. Yeah. Um, and he gets like good conversations flowing from those people. I don't particularly like like him, but like I like the way that he gets information out of people. He did mm. one with uh, Colin Moriarty that used to be at Kind of Funny and uh, and IGN before that. Um, that was a good one as well. Yeah, I like the way that he manages to get like some people when they do interviews. By the, you can tell they've been told by the publicists what to say, but with Joe Rogan it seems as if it's just a natural conversation and you're actually most of the time getting more information than you would if this was like done by like a publication Yep, and I like That's Neil deGrasse Tyson, I've just put the link, you know exactly who he is I probably do, like I'll, I'll have a look, look at the, look, the... Open Discord Open Discord <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, I, I do like the way Okay, right, yeah, I know who you mean um, Yeah, I don't know who that is Sorry <laughs> Of course you do um, but I like how like the it seems kind of like, uh, it's not like a totally well produced and polished like show that he does. It's just no. kind of like shot must make as a they're, fucking as they're recording it. It's raw every and... podcast app, right? We are now available mm-hmm. on Google Podcasts. Get us on Google Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, every podcast app you open up, Joe Rogan's at number one or two. Yeah, every one of them. I think it's good that it's like raw because like it's kind of reminds me of uh, what's the what's the other guy that does it um, the Ruben Report like he does mm. a similar thing but his is way more like polished and produced than what Joe Rogan's is and it yeah like I I don't like it as much as like what Joe Rogan does and like, like I say I only like the Joe Rogan episodes where it's somebody on the show that I'm interested in because like I'm not really interested in Joe Rogan's UFC things. And he does a lot of No, this. that's fair. <laughs> he does do a lot of them, but that's because he's, he works for USC. He's the commentator. He's got like an encyclopedic knowledge on it. But like, he's actually quite an insightful guy when he's talking about yeah. like yes. scientists and hunters and things. So like, anyway, his comedy's funny. Let, let me mm. get through my TV. Shut up about what you think. Well, I, was, okay. I mean, I watched that as well, the Joe Rogan thing over the last couple of You watched Triggered? No, no, I watched Joe Rogan on YouTube. Ah, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, he does. Like, I think the cool thing is he does it live as well. So, like, you can tune in live and watch it. Um, but anyway, I watched um, Jim and Andy, which is the show that, like, Universal wanted banned. It was 20 years in the making. It came out, like, last year, or 2017, sorry. This is barely 2019. Um, and it was about how Jim Carrey went insane. Like, because remember, he played yep. um, Andy Kaufman, and he got into yes. the role that much that he lived his life as him. Wow, it was scary. Like, see, when he's seen, like, Andy Kaufman's sister, like, Andy Kaufman's girlfriend and Andy Kaufman's real dad, and they're like, mm. Jesus. It's, like, Bob Hoskins was in the movie. Not Bob Hoskins. Mm. Danny DeVito was in the oh, movie. God. I always get those two mixed up. And he's like, it's scary because that's exactly what Andy Kaufman was like because Danny DeVito knew him. And, like, Jim Carrey was like, it would, even when it went cut, he's like, no. And, like, see Jerry the King Lawler, like, genuinely got annoyed with him. Like, because he was on to play his character because they were making the movie about Andy Kaufman's life. But Jim yeah. Carrey decided to go for it and play the whole movie as if Andy Kaufman was playing himself in his own movie. So, oh God, he, so he and there's there's a part where Jerry King Law's got him like by the throat, like behind yeah. the scenes, and having to pull him off him. Okay. And, like it's well worth a watch just to see how f- fuck this guy got. And just after that, that's when Jim Carrey went batshit <laughs> crazy. But I think it's because he gets so deep into this role. That he even admits that it, he found it hard to find out who he was again after he stopped doing the movie. 
Uh, like I really did <clears> like <throat> that movie. It's called uh, Man in the Moon. Man in the Moon, movie, yeah. Movie, yeah. And it, obviously yeah. it's got that REM song. This is like the title song for it. Yeah, and he refused to do the video for it because he said that he needed to leave Andy behind and find out. But like, honestly, watch this. It's like an hour and a half long, and Universal did not want the footage out at all, and that's why it took twenty years for it to be released. I will watch that because, like, I saw it come up like when it when it came out, and mm. uh, like, I really liked Man on the Moon, like, and I do like Jim Carrey a lot, like, a lot of his movies. But, are yeah, really good. It's a shame that like that guy's insane now. Like, I watch comedians in cars getting coffee, mm. Jerry Seinfeld, and like the one with Jim Carrey, like he's just like gone. Like it's and have you seen his interview where he talks like at the design show and stuff like that? And he's like, "Are we here? Who are we?" Like he ruins interviews and stuff. He's just totally messed up. And <laughs> I mean, he's gonna I be think, in Sonic. No, I know, I know he is, but like he's they've cast a evil, crazy psychopath. Like Jim Carrey, like apparently done evil <laughs> shit with his wife and stuff like that, and like gave her herpes and only and all this and nonsense, and like got her addicted to cocaine and like all this stuff, like unknowingly, like weird things, like slipping cocaine and stuff she was eating and shit like that. Apparently, and it's like. What the fuck? Yeah, so, that's a bit weird. but like, I think this movie is the one that fucked him. Like, see, after watching yeah, this, a hundred, hundred percent. Been in other movies since that, though. Like, when, when yeah, but personality-wise, I'm not saying he, he was in Man Yeah, yeah, but I'm not right. saying that he couldn't do any other movies. But what I'm saying is, in real life, Jim Carrey was fucked after living as Andy Kaufman for the duration of this movie. No, but he's done other big movies since. It that. doesn't matter. I'm saying in personal life, oh. I don't care if he's gone out and done his job. Like in real life, this has changed who Jim Carrey is. But he did like Bruce Almighty after this, and uh, like yeah, oh, he and could right. stuff like that. In his real life, <laughs> this mess with Jim Carrey's head. I'm not saying that he couldn't go. Out. I'm saying this drove Jim Carrey loopy. Like he could turn the switch and become an actor. Like boom, he's on stage. Boom, he's on stage. But see, when he got home, he was fucked up because of this. Like this is the one that done it. Anyway, I think I think it was the number twenty. Captain Opinion tonight, man. I think it was the anyway, number twenty-three. Shut up, right? So have the you, good place seen, is the last have thing I watched. That movie? Have you seen the number? No, I, I don't care for it because I rented it in Blockbuster. Went sixty-five pound for me from it, and then they ended up going bust. I rented it and I never watched it. You should watch that movie and see instead no of interest. see instead of the number being twenty-three, like think of the number being forty-two, and that's our life. It is. Right. You should watch that movie. It's fucking good. I want to talk about games anyway. You're boring me, but why have you got so many opinions tonight? Like, yeah. anyway, <laughs> I watched the Good Place latest episode. Um, I, th- I know you watched it as well. You I watched it, too, you yeah. watched it. Um, and I was, I loved it. It was one of my favorite episodes because, like, the the mid season break happened and they were in the, the actual Good Place for the first time ever. And it was such a tease because they weren't allowed to open the door to the Good Place because they were still humans. Mm. They weren't actually dead. They're just an anomaly technically just now. So it was such a tease because I'm like, oh my God, we're going to see the Good Place. And then obviously we didn't. But what I said to Tasha when we watched it is because they're all different smells of what the Good Place smelt like. Mm. I think everybody when they go out that door is going to see something different. Like it's not going to be the... Mm, probably. And do you know what? I really hope Michael actually gets a job at the Good Place or he gets to go to yeah. the Good Place because... Yeah, I hope so. He's changed, and like the committee were so annoying. Like it's going to take five hundred years to decide who's in the committee, then another thousand years to investigate the committee to make sure it's impartial. And he's like, "How about doing it now?" But they finally figured some things out. I love the direction the series has took. It's finally, like you said, uh, when we're doing game of the uh, uh, yeah game of the year show, that it's finally found its direction. Um, it's storyline solid now, and it's like now they've got everybody in the edge of the seats wanting to see what the actual good place is like but I've got a feeling they're going to get pulled to the bad place before we even see the good place and it's definitely got at least another two seats this is definitely a four season show minimum yeah I think so I mean it'll probably go to five 
Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It depends where they go with the rest of this season. Like, if <clears> they just get into the good place and then they're happy, it's kind of the end, isn't it? <laughs> like, it is, yeah. But I don't do think they're going to get there. I think that's the big payoff for the final season. <clears throat> Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? I, I did like this episode as well. It was really funny. They are dead, though. Like, remember when they went into... They, they died into inside Janet, Floyd. but then they got when brought they back Janet's to life. Floyd, they died. No, they but she said they're humans. After that. They are humans, but they're like, they're dead and they've just, they've not really been categorised yet as to whether they should go to the good place or the bad oh, place. Oh, they've yet. not been sorted, so Michael's got them kind of in yeah. limbo. Okay. Yeah, so they're kind of in limbo just now till it gets decided where they go. So Janet accidentally killed them all because she pulled them into the void to save them. Well, she didn't accidentally kill them, like, she had to bring them into the void to save them from the demons which in the bar, them. remember? Yeah. Which, which killed them. So she didn't really save them. <laughs> But they didn't know they were dead until they get told that because obviously they were stuck inside Janet for like an episode. Remember, they did say that they couldn't go to the good place because they knew about the good and the bad place. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So I don't know how that works. Yeah, we'll find out. Michael's going to sort things out though because obviously there's a loophole that nothing, the way the world is, nothing can be considered a good act. The guy that didn't know that they came from like a a factory farm that abused the workers and all this. like yeah but anyway let's move on to level up this is the part of the show where we talk about all the video games we played throughout the week but most importantly andy the video game news so andy what's been happening in the video game news so there's been a lot of news and we're gonna kind of skim through it because we've got like we've got a talking point after this to do as well three or four weeks of news to catch up on here so yeah um steep and portal nights are the playstation plus games for january i downloaded steep it was pish like did you try steep Nope, never will. It was really bad. Snowboard, snowboarding's like a genre that's not going to ever be revived. I'll say that confidently. Definitely not. Do you, do you know, the one thing I want to say about Steep that's funny is that the the team that made Steep like, is based at the bottom of a mountain. <laughs> so, like, they obviously were, turn, were thinking about, like, oh, what should our next project be? Somebody looked at the window. Like, hmm, oh, I can't think of anything. And then they just looked at the window and went, oh, let's make a joke about that mountain. <laughs> like, and let's, that's a steep mountain. Let's call it steep. And, yeah, but the game's terrible. Um, uh, the Switch has outsold the original and the slim PlayStation 4 in Japan. That's nuts. Which is pretty crazy because the uh, that, that's that's not including the PS4 Pro. But I'm guessing if you add the Pro on, then the numbers for PS4 would be above it. Here's my yeah. predictions: see by the end of the year, the Switch will have sold more than the PS4 in Japan. In Japan, yeah, I'd expect so. But I mean, like uh, also we can we can tie this in. Like PlayStation put out a press release saying that they've uh, sold 91.6 million uh, units worldwide. worldwide, which is fucking crazy. Like, so but Sony's point, big in Japan though as well so that's still oh yeah. big for Nintendo to sell oh that yeah, many definitely but like at this point in the PS4's life cycle which is even, this is even crazier than the Switch at this point in the PS4's life cycle it is outselling the PS2 right so it's on track right now to outsell With the, the best seller, one of the best selling consoles of all time the best selling console of all time was the Wii not? I'm sure the Wii no, was no PS2 like PS2 did 150 million <sighs> So the PS4 could overtake it. I think they'll keep the run going until they overtake. Production. I don't. I don't think there's. No, I don't think there's any way that they'll overtake the PS2, but just because um, the PS2 got a lot of big bumps after the after like 
when the PS3 was coming out and that, um, because it was PS3 was so expensive, so PS2 lifecycle kind of got extended a lot longer than what it. Do the same for PS5 like. and give a price cut to the PS4 Slim. There you go. Put it out a hundred pounds. I mean that might that could conceivably happen. Like they put the PS5 out with like six hundred quid, and then the PS4's life cycle you're guaranteed for two more years at least. Yep. But I don't think Sony will do that again. PS5 will be five hundred, I think, around about there. Yeah, I think four to five hundred is the kind of smart price range for it. But um, but yeah, I think it's quite quite crazy that it's getting up to those numbers. It will a hundred percent sell a hundred million by the end of the year. Like this year. At this stage, I'm still not PS5 day one, but I'm Xbox 2 day one. Just saying. Yeah, I'll, but I'll buy, but I'll what I will say is, at, at the end of 360 PS3's life cycle, if you remember, I took the jump back and PS3 became hmm. my main console again and I got PS4 and I missed Xbox. At this stage though, just surely because of the stuff Xbox is doing, I don't hear enough from PlayStation that makes me go, do you know what? That's going to be better. You know, I don't hear enough. Um, well, they haven't said anything yet. Like, but that's, that, that's no, like, but just what they're, they're doing with the PS4. They're not yeah. laying groundwork or anything. Whereas the Xbox is going, look at all the stuff that's clearly going to carry forward, guys. Look, we're sorry, we fucked up. Let's just give them everything. Look, have this, have this, have this. Look at Game Pass. Take a look at that. Like, have this. PlayStation Four is like, yeah, we're sold enough. We don't even need to try now. Yeah, that's cool, man. I like it. Um, oh, Jack Black launched his own YouTube channel. Moving on, no one cares. Like, did no, like, uh, did you watch Black's any of his not. videos? No, I don't like him. Right, so I, I like Jack Black a lot, and like, I like Tenacious D. Like, <clears throat> fucking, I, I, well, I wouldn't even say I like Tenacious D. I love Tenacious D. Like, love their music, and th- I like their movies. You loved one fun. album. Let's not lie. Like, the second album was tripe. I, I liked the album that went along with the. Uh, the <laughs> That's movie. the second it was, album. It was good, and uh, and some of their the other music just out after that has been all right. Um. But like I've I've watched his all four of his videos that he's put up and he's got like three million subscribers already and I think that what he's doing is actually quite clever because he's like kind of trolling YouTube, <laughs> which is really funny because his videos are like short, they're not very well edited and they're just kind of like thrown up there like uh, totally different from like other celebrities that are on YouTube like the Rock. Well, he was like he was a question I had for this one. Jack Black, how many? Three million. Yeah, how many how many subscribers Jink the Rock would get if he started a video game channel? I think it would double I, that. I don't know, but he's the Rock has his own YouTube channel. Yeah, but gaming specifically, I think he would double Jack Black's numbers. I mean, he doesn't he's game. A, like he's if not, he did, this is a hypothetical fucking question. He's too Andy, busy. I don't, <laughs> he's too busy. I don't. I don't imagine that. Right. Imagine a world where the Rock wasn't uh, as busy and he had fucking ten minutes every week to do a ten minute YouTube video, like. That's what I'm saying. The Rock would double the, that numbers. That's what I was just saying. Because Jack Black's a celebrity, hypothetically speaking, if somebody like The Rock made one, a, a video game channel, or like Will Smith, or fuck Vin Diesel, somebody like that, they would easily double Jack Black's number. I don't know, maybe. But, but anyway, like, his, his videos, not he's, not really, he's not really done very much video gaming yet, and I want to see what he actually <clears> does when he actually gets to play some actual games. Because he, he did a thing at a pinball place, and then he did a thing at an arcade, which were clearly shot on the same day, because he's wearing the same clothes in both videos. So, <laughs> and like, the videos are, like, really short. Like, one of them's about four minutes, and one of them's, like, two minutes. Um and one of them he had like uh, he was I can't remember what it, what it was he was playing but some game and uh, it had the Undertale music in it and he's like singing along to like one of the Undertale songs which I thought was quite cool. 
So he's done nothing of validation yet. So we'll, we'll no, but like I say, I think, I think he's, I think he's literally trolling YouTube with this content, and uh, I think what's kind of good about it is that most of these celebrities, when they do put out these type of videos, they're all like super polished and super like they've been edited by somebody who is being paid to edit it. And these ones are just kind of like chopped together and chucked up. They're like not they're not raw, and they're obviously like curated for what's in them, like because they're they're just short snippets of different bits put together in a video but um oh, we've like talked about jack black more than <laughs> i like how it doesn't, doesn't seem it. fake i like how it doesn't seem fake but i like jack black uh soldier boy stop telling his consoles <laughs> because it's um, <laughs> only a, a threat from the uh from the, this nintendo potential of course nintendo went and threatened him even though he was saying he ain't scared of nintendo <laughs> But but yeah, he came out and said that oh, you had to take them down, blah blah blah. And like then for a while there was no consoles on Soldier Boy's Soldier Watch <laughs> website. But then <laughs> Soldier Boy announced his revival with a new console within, within a week. <laughs> within a week, uh, so he announced a new console which looks like a PlayStation Vita. Yep, uh, it is a PlayStation Vita shell, uh, mm-hmm. and it play it, and it. Do you know what's interesting? I don't it know if you've looked at it doesn't tell you anything about any games that it plays it just tells you about the specs of the device and tells you about the camera and that you can hook it to your pc so, to so i'm guessing that he thinks if he doesn't list the games and claim to he claimed to have the license talk yeah. with big companies yep if he hadn't said all that and didn't have the images of them he would still be selling the original consoles but see these ones that he's put up no one's going to pull them because he's not got any images of games or said how they work or <clears throat> Like, he's not mentioned ROMs or emulators or anything. I think the thing is, like, because uh, a lot of them, they come with, like, an SD card that has all the games loaded into it. But see, if you just don't have the SD card with it and it doesn't have any games loaded into it, then... It's fine to sell it. It's fine to sell it. Because then it's the end user's it. decision how it yeah. works. And it's the end user to decide, like, what they want to put on it. Um, the, he also, like, put out, like, he's doing a robot now as well, which I thought was really funny. Like, the <laughs> soldier bot. Robot. But the soldier bot, yeah. And, I mean, obviously, these things are, like, the drop shipped stuff from, like, Alibaba or, or AliExpress. Or whatever. He's, he's going like, on as if he's making them. Like, he, yeah, he's he, going he... on as if he's curated these products and, like, developed them with people. And, like, he hasn't. He's just buying them off of another website and then doubling the price of them and selling them as his. And they With might a have a sticker. sticker on it, but I don't think they do. Like, anyone that I've seen an unboxing of it, on the package, they do. I haven't seen any. Can't remember we'll the name see. of the guy I watched. We'll see when uh, when, when our products arrive. <laughs> if they arrive. <laughs> if they arrive, yeah. Uh, I mean, those products are still for sale, so I think we're okay. Um, I want them to arrive in February for when we do the, the escape room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, I imagine they'll have arrived by then. Um, but the robot thing, like I, it said, it says it comes with six songs built into it, right? So I tweeted at Soldier Boy to ask him if these are six Soldier Boy songs. They should because be. it's a, it's a Soldier Bot, so you'd expect that the Soldier Bot would have Soldier Boy songs on it. But he didn't respond to me what? at the time of going live. We're the official Soldier Boy podcast. I know. I think we should denounce our official Soldier Boy. Th- no, I think I think I think the boss is too busy making all these products. The boss is <laughs> well, that's not fair because his truck gets stuck in the mud. <laughs> it's not fair. His okay. truck gets stuck in the mud, remember, so. But he still had time to uh, develop and uh, release <laughs> another new console and a robot. I told you he's the new Steve Jobs. Jesus. The, the, I mean, this story just it just keeps getting funnier every time something new fucking happens. 
Like honestly, I thought I, like when when these when these consoles went away, that was it. It was going to be done. But no, keeps on giving. <laughs> Soldier Boy is the gift that keeps on giving. You he really is. And he, and he also with the site where send me some money, and I'll give you, you a Soldier you. Watch and a console. It's like, but they're worth fuck all. And like, who? Like no, it was. Must... It was send me send me some money, and a random person who sends the most money will. It's uh, not a random get, person. No, I know. We'll get given a free Soldier Watch and console. Like, okay. Like Soldier Boy must be struggling if he's asking directly. Send me some money for no reason apart from the chance to win two of my pieces of shit that I've got from AliExpress. <laughs> Um, oh, there was a new thing um, that launched uh, on the 1st of January called, uh, if you go to meditations.games, and basically what this is, it's a game launcher which gives you a new game every single day. Now, these are like small games, but basically every day throughout 2019 it will give you a new game. So that's 365 games, and they're all free. But every game's different every day, and you can only play it like on that day. So once the day's passed... The game is gone. So I think it's kind of an interesting concept, but it doesn't mean that if you miss a day and someone's like, "Oh my fucking god, this is the best game I've ever played," then yeah, you can't play it. But I think what happens is like it cycles back in next year, so like next year the same games will be available on the same days. Um, speaking of consoles, Slightly Mad Studios has said that they're making their own console to compete with the PS Five and the next Xbox. What? So these are the uh, these are the guys that made Project Cars, and they're basically making this new console, which is kind of a steam box to be honest. Um, did you see this, Ellie? Ellie, hello. Oh, he stepped away. Um, but yes, yeah, so they're doing that. Uh, Lego Lotherings, um, and uh, Lego Lotherings has been delisted along with Lego the Hobbit. Uh, apparently, Ghostbusters might follow. This is all to do with licensing, licensing stuff. Um, UK video game sales are now apparently eighty percent digital. Now that's just by revenue, so this includes all purchases of video games in the UK, which does include mobile. So a lot of that's going to come from mobile, like microtransaction purchases. So that's where most of that figure comes from, which makes sense. Uh, we don't need to mention that. Um, RPG maker MV, which is 25, I think, um, has been delayed for uh, consoles due to development issues. Uh, that makes sense. Um, it's going to take a bit of working around to get that get that thing working. On PC, obviously, these games have been around for a long time, but I don't think they've ever had one on console. Could be wrong. Um, Hitman Absolution and Blood Money Remastered are coming out for the PS4 and Xbox One. These are, uh, I think... If they're not out now, then they're coming out, like, this week. Uh, Gaming Analysts are predicting the Switch Pro and Switch Lite revisions coming out this year. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, we could kind of see this happening, like a Switch with the with the Joy-Cons, like, stuck onto it. Yeah. Oh yeah, Ali already mentioned about Soldier Boy and his, his car crash. We talk, we spoke about that already. Um, oh, Call of Duty Black Ops Four. There is um, an emote 
which is strange that's been uh, that's been put out a new emote, which has a guy playing like a handheld game console, which looks a lot like a Switch, and uh, that the they're playing like a Dead Effect on it, I think it is, which is which was like a game within a other Call of Duty game. Just like all right, fair enough. Uh, the Alien game, which we'd spoken about, um, has ended up being a mobile game. It's called Alien Blackout, and it's not a sequel to Isolation at all. It is going to be a mobile game. Well, it may be a sequel to Isolation, actually, but it is a mobile game. It's not a console game at all. Um, however, pe- people kind of backlash against uh, yeah, against Sega and that for, for this announcement. And uh, they did come out later on and say that, yes, there are other Alien games in development at the moment, so stay tuned. Uh, so there'll probably be another property link game coming. I can't imagine them like because Alien Isolation did all right, so I can't imagine them like leaving that behind for for consoles and not doing a proper sequel to that. Uh, the Humble Store now sells Switch and 3DS games. Um, currently only in America though. Even though if you go on humblebundle.com in the UK, it still shows you an advert for the, the 3DS and Switch stuff. But when you click on it, it just takes you to like. A generic page which doesn't have anything like that on it. Um, yeah, Monster Boy's uh, sales on the Switch are way outperforming the other uh, uh, the other consoles. Um, Yoshi's Crafted World got its uh, release date, which is going to be the 29th of March, and the cover art for this looks really good. Can't wait for that. Um, I'll. I'll probably get that one day one uh, Blaster Master and Zelda 2 came on the Switch Online NES service yay uh, Paladin's Crossplay got delayed uh, Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen is coming to Switch in April which, cool I don't know if I'll buy that like, these like PS3 games coming to Switch now yeah I mean this already obviously came out to PS4 and I think Xbox as well, but like the the way that it it I mean, that's one that I, if it comes physical, I need to buy it. <laughs> unfortunately, but putting these games out like forty, fifty quid, just it just doesn't represent a good value proposition when I could go and buy that game on PS3 for about three quid. Uh, Nintendo has created a new Splatoon 2 website to help you find teams in other tournaments. You shouldn't fucking need this. It should be built into the system on its own anyway. Uh, Warframe's PC to Switch account migration ends today, 15th of January. So if you haven't migrated and want to, then you need to do it today. Obviously, if you're listening to this later on in the feed, then you can't do it anymore. Uh, the Resident Evil 2 demo, which we'll speak about in a bit, um, came out and it gives you... 30 minutes of the game to play and <coughs> you can only play it once. <coughs> you back, Ali? Yeah, sorry, cats. and I'd found a cough sweets for the wife. I ain't no worries. It's fine. Did you cover the SNES games rumoured to come to Switch? Which, to me, isn't even a rumour. It's like, well, that's obvious. Yeah, I mean, it's pr- that's pretty much a sound at this point. Like... We, we, I think we'll speak about it once it's actually announced. That's probably like an E3 announcement. E3 announcement, 100%, yeah. yeah. And the leak list makes sense because everyone's complaining about Earthbound. Um, and it's like, but they're going to be able to sell Earthbound back to you. Like, 
you're going to pay for Earthbound. Earthbound fans are going to buy it. Do you know what I mean? Like, they don't have to give it away in this nice thing. Yeah. A um, couple more games came to Game Pass as well. Uh, Just Cause 3, Ultimate Marvelous, Capcom 3, After Charge, and Absolver. I think Absolver has come to it already. Uh, I mean, like, Game Pass is killing it. Like, yep. really killing it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's crazy the amount of shit they just keep putting into it. And, like, they seem to have started off this year, like, so strong, just, like, chucking games at you already. And then they said, like, the other day, isn't there, there's more to come? Yeah, more to come. More games to come in January. They've not even announced them yet. Like, fuck hell. Like, uh, Just Cause 3 was already free on Plus before, and, like, it's not, that's not one for me. Oh, my Marvelous Capcom, no, like, I'll download that and I'll play that some more. That was a good I game. It on, I don't know if it is. Yeah, and you've got it on you've got it on uh, PS4 as well. Yeah, <clears throat> it's a good game. I played a little bit of it and it was quite fun. Fourth was disappointing. Like, I tried the demo of it and went, oh, this is not the game I wanted. Yeah, I, I completed the story of that. And, like, it's alright. Like, it's kind of like uh, Injustice Light. Mm. <laughs> like, if I had to describe it as anything. Kind of not flopped, as good as Injustice. It? Oh, it it a heavy price cut, like, quickly. Yeah. Hall Soother to the rescue. Not Hall Soother, you know the bog standard clear black packet ones. Yeah. That, that's what I've got. <clears throat> um, in big news though, uh, Bungie. Big news. Bungie has uh, split from Activision and taken Destiny with him. Good. Yeah, that's pretty fucking big. I don't care anymore. Like. Maybe Destiny 3 will be good, and if it is, they'll say, see, it's Activision doing it. Look at Black Ops 4. Like, <laughs> I don't oh, think yeah. that's an unfair game that's got too many paywalls. And If you work for a company, it's like Cliff Bozinski said, it said mm. you knew what you were signing up for when you joined Activision. So, like it said, yeah. he's, he's, he basically said that. He's like, when you join a big company, they pull the shots. They, like, they call the shots, they pull the strings. Even though it's your property, if they say, no, 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 this has got to happen or we're not putting it out, then you have to do it. So, yeah, I mean, fair, fair play. Like, at the end of the day, it's their money that's going on the line. Mm-hmm. Like, now, now, I think it becomes like, if Bungie are self publishing, then it's their asses that are on the line. If they fuck up. Yeah, if they fuck up Destiny, Destiny 3, Destiny then I, Activision are going to laugh. If they fuck up Destiny 3, everyone's going to go. <laughs> yeah. Because like I heard like when when they uh, when they announced this split like there was people like in their office like popping champagne and stuff like that and celebrating um, and okay like maybe it might seem like a good thing but still like uh, people said this at the same time when they split away from Microsoft and went mm-hmm. away from Halo and that and like okay maybe Destiny One like it did well and it was well received but a lot of that was to do with Activision's marketing push. Like, if you're yeah, just exactly. Bungie, you don't have that marketing budget nope. or marketing, like, know-how to know how to market that fucking game. Like, that, no. say what you all about that game, like, and, like, what, how good or bad it was, whatever. Like, I played the L's of it and it was alright. I, I beat the main story. It was alright, yeah. <clears throat> it, was, it was more how they shafted season pass owners, which, yeah, they can be- But then Destiny 2 was just awful, from what I hear. Yeah. But the thing is, like, people put hundreds of hours into that game. People got the money's worth out of it, even if, except maybe not you. <laughs> but uh, D Sonic definitely did. He broke a PlayStation because he, he had did. It yeah, yeah. Because I mean, he he played like a thousand hours of it easy. Um, yeah. I mean, they had an engaged community and they marketed the game so well, and everyone played that fucking game. Like, you can go back and speak to just about everybody that had a PS4 around about that sort of time. Everybody played that, and everybody like 
Disney probably at least at least liked it. And like even me, like I liked the shooting mechanics and that in it. I wasn't engaged by the story or anything like that in it. But I still had a I still had some fun playing it. So see, I was a Halo fan coming over, and that kind of like I I like marathon. And a lot of people are like, oh, you're just being a hipster. No, no, I had a Macintosh, and like that's not from being a hipster. My dad was a teacher yeah. and got an extra one with his office supplies. That was one of the only games I had to play, Marathon Infinity and Marathon 2. And that's where Bungie started. And then like uh, Pathways to Darkness as well was another one. But like um, this now, I moved over to Destiny, and at first it was cool. And then I was like, yeah, I'll pay for your season pass. And then it's like, huh. So every year you're just going to give the season pass away and everybody that bought the game and the season pass paid double for the same content. But if I just waited, if I waited two years, I could get two years worth of content and the original game for 40 quid. Yeah. Yeah, That's kind of fucked me over. So I'm not buying your second season pass and I'm out of destiny forever now. Like, cause they've done it two years in a row. They've done year one. And then if you, if you bought it the second year for 40 quid, you got the original game and the season pass at the same time as the season pass kicked in for the people that paid 40 fucking quid for the season pass. So then they've done year two the same way. And the year two one came out with year one, year two, and the original game. And if you'd bought them all, you'd ended up paying £120. Whereas you could have waited two years and got it at the same time, like year two stuff, for, for 40 quid. So Destiny 2 comes out, I had no interest. And from the people that I know that bought it, they said it was absolutely terrible. So Yeah, I mean, I think... They gave it away free, game. like, what, <laughs> yeah, within the first year? Plus. Yeah. yeah. Which is... Yeah. So yeah, you're yeah. right. Activision, like Bungie, leaving you. Fair enough. You're not going to Call of Duty, but like, see, Bungie now they've just drawn the biggest tar- target in the game industry in their back. Like in the next two years, if they put out Destiny three and it sucks, then they're fucked forever. Yeah, they'll go bust if if they put it out and it sucks. They'll go bust. And I don't think they can market it as well as like what Activision. Markets. No, I don't think <laughs> it will do half out. as well. And because the the first one left a sour taste in people's mouths by the end after the vanilla. When, as as the cool kids call it, when uh, Destiny Two launched, and it just everyone was like, "No, this is terrible." They've got a lot to prove, and they don't have the marketing. And like, if this doesn't work, then Microsoft should snap them up really cheaply and go. Now go back in your fucking dungeon and fix Halo for us. <laughs> Halo again, guys. <laughs> That's what go I would do with to, them. If I was roots. Microsoft, I'd be like, yeah. "Oh, you're bust. Do you know what? We'll help you out. You work for us now. Go and fix Halo because we mean, fucked it." <laughs> Microsoft could even do that now, like. They should. I would, I would be going and putting out the feelers to them, being like, "Look, guys, we know you didn't have a good relationship with uh, with us before, but that was years ago at this point. Like, look at us now. Look at what we've turned around. Like, this is what we do now. This is Microsoft now. Like, Phil I don't know if it was a bad relationship with anymore. I don't think that was. I think that was an amicable yeah. split. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be. I don't. I don't know. But um, but we'll see what happens with, with Bungie. And, I think the sourness came because Microsoft kept Halo. That that was where the sourness came from. But like, Microsoft Microsoft is Halo. (laughs) Microsoft is. They can't lose Halo. There's no way. No, that'd be like somebody going. Well, I made Mario on fucking PlayStation. Could you? I made I made Mario, so I'm taking it with me. No, no, you're fucking not. No, no, this is Nintendo. Nintendo time. Um, So Amazon's apparently building a Netflix like service for video games. We'll talk about an Amazon game later on. Like cool, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy Ten, Ten Two HD, and uh, Final Fantasy Twelve have got release dates now on Switch and Xbox, April. which are coming out in April, thirtieth uh, of April. Final Fantasy Twelve, I'll definitely pick up. I don't this stage. I'll pick up Ten Two again for like the third, fourth time because I had it in PS3, I had it in PS Vita, already had it in PS2, I got it in PS4, but Twelve. 
I really was interested and I held back. And I'm so glad I waited because I will probably play more of that game on Switch. It's like Elliot, I never picked up on Emusha, which came out today. But like when I was even typing the question to you, do I get it in PS4 or Switch? I'm like, he doesn't even need to answer me. And you didn't. But like, I was like, I should just get it in Switch because like I will play it on Switch. Like I get more time to play on Switch. I told you not to buy it at all. <laughs> you did, but you know, I, I think I'm going to stick and not buy it because like, see, after looking at it, I'm like, I did like the game, but I didn't miss it when it went away. You know, like if Resident Evil went away, I'd be like, hmm. but on Amusha, I'm like, it was good at the time, but do I really want to play it again? Probably not. So yeah, I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> so there's a, there's a lawsuit going on just now with... Uh, Soldier Boy. <laughs> the, no, no, no. He's got his own thing. There's a lot of lawsuits going on just now. Um, but basically with uh, uh, the guys over at Gearbox, the CEO, Randy Pitchford, uh, he's been involved in a lawsuit with one of their former lawyers. And um, this guy's accusing him of taking a £12 million bonus um, and not giving it to any of his staff, basically. But in amongst this lawsuit and in the fine details of it, there is some information about him u- losing a USB drive in a medieval times restaurant and this USB drive later being found and it to have fo- like to, it was found to have uh, porn on it which was of a squirting cam girl <laughs> okay so what's and, the big deal and uh and the 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 big deal is like that he admitted to losing this USB drive on a podcast on so just some random podcast that he was on mm. um and he talked all about how he really liked squirting cam girls, and he said they were magicians. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. It's just so funny that it appears in a lawsuit for some reason. Like, yeah, but I don't, yeah, I don't see the point in that in a lawsuit. I get if he's... That, like, porn. Who, like, if you know how to Google stuff, by the time you're 16 these I'm, days, you're, you're going to have found some. Yeah, I mean, I don't think any of that is relevant to the lawsuit at all. No. The, the, stuff, the other stuff that was on the USB stack was like... Like quote-unquote company secrets like it had company documents on it so like that stuff is relevant to the lawsuit yeah, okay that's fair but like the squatting cam stuff is not i just think it was fucking funny why so, why like, did, okay. why does anybody download it or have copies of it anymore when uh, you, you've well, got like basically if, the youtube of porn what if the internet goes out what if the internet it's goes not out, Ali? it's not going to happen so <laughs> you've got 4g <laughs> if that happens yeah but with the 4G, you have to, like, maybe he's not, like, uh, verified his age. With his, uh, maybe he's not come into O2 and made up an excuse, like, um, yeah. uh, I, I'm trying to get some sites, but it's saying I have to be 18. I don't know why. I know why. <laughs> well, you're trying to watch porn. I don't want to touch your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly why you want let, to. Let me, put my, let me put my guru gloves on here. <laughs> it's been the fumble for the, it's just for uh, gambling. It's not <laughs> gambling. It's not. You don't need it for gambling websites, do you? You do, yeah. Oh, do you? Okay. Well, that's a good excuse then, I suppose. Like, maybe it is because a lot of people in Scotland do gamble. It's not. <laughs> no, it's all for porn. It's the only reason. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um. All right. No, that's fine. The Metroid Prime Four release date got leaked. No, it didn't. Oh, this is this is an interesting one. So the um. The top 10 came out for this week in the UK, and uh, also New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, which is a terrible name. Oh no, the Metroid Prime 4 release date was leaked by a, a website, um, 19th of November or something like that, and it got pulled very quickly, so it's one of those like Amazon Well, yeah, but ugh, 
I mean, is it really going to be that, or is it? Could it be that's the place already, and it will get delayed beyond that? They still get pulled, so yeah, I don't know. Um, so new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, so twenty five percent more boxed copies. No, during its no, no, fifty four percent. That that article has been updated. Fifty four percent more than the Wii U. Wait, <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, wait. yeah. On that's Nintendo that's... Life, they updated the article. It says fifty four percent now. Well, I'm looking on Eurogamer, and it was updated today. Yeah, Nintendo Life's the official one. Uh, <clears throat> they actually updated the article. So they didn't. They didn't change that figure, though. They might not have, but um, let me. Yeah, there we go. Fifty-six percent higher. My bad. Does that include the digital sales, though? And they have no idea. I would guess that includes the digital sales, like the Eurogame one only includes physical copies. Maybe this is physical. Have a I'll swatch. Stick with, I'll stick with Eurogame, I believe. No, you. don't, because this is the real story. Nintendo, like, fucking... Uh, oh, oh. No, no, it's chart sales. Uh, sorry, these statistics only take in, in account for... If digital sales were included too, we'd expect the gap to be even larger. So yeah, fifty six percent higher. So why hasn't Eurogame updated their article? That's strange. Using Nintendo Life for Nintendo news, honestly. Fucking Nintendo. Um, why Nintendo puts out these games with these fucking titles? New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. What a terrible name for a game. Take the fucking U out. Take the yeah, U out. They didn't need <laughs> like, the U. Get <clears throat> away. Like, I hate that they use there. Just call it New Super Mario Bros. Deluxe. And even that gets confusing because then you might think it's the original version that was on the Wii. Oh. So that's why they put the U in, so you can distinguish it. I hate it. I hate it all. <laughs> like, all, everything about that title is terrible. But anyway, the top 10 was uh, Forza Horizon 4, Tales of Vesperia, which is a remaster, uh, GTA 5, Battlefield 5, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Smash Bros. Ultimate, Blops 4, Rootin' Toon, Cowboy Shooting 2, uh, 3, and... Uh, FIFA 19 at number 2 and New Super Mario U's Deluxe at number 1. Crazy that that got to number 1. Can't believe so many people bought that. Holy shit, I didn't realise the Switch install base is over 30 million units already and the Wii U only just hit 70 mil- 17 million in its entire lifetime. Yep. Yeah man, like Switch is good. <laughs> I, think it's... I think we've been over this many times. Yeah, um, but I didn't realise that the figure was at that now. Yeah. Over 30 million now. And it's only been out, what, two and a bit years? Well, almost three years. This this is an interesting one, and I think I, think I should get you to guess these. Did you read this article? I don't About know, the, because uh, you haven't told me what the article is. <laughs> so the, this article is the uh, the most played Switch games in Europe last year. Okay. Is it a top so, 10 or 5? This is a top 21, but we'll only think about the top 10. So I want you to try and guess the top 10. Right, the top played games in Europe. I'm going to guess Fortnite's in there. Fortnite is there, number one. Yeah. Minecraft. Minecraft is number seven, yep. Legend of Zelda. Yep, Zelda is number two. Super Mario Odyssey. Yep, number three. Mario Kart 8. Yep, number five. Splatoon 2, that's a risky one. Yep, number four. Yes. So I've got the top five already. Purely, purely <laughs> because of Ian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've He's got the top like five. 200 hours. 
Yep. I've got the top five and I've got number seven, so I just need six, eight, nine, and ten. Um, yeah, let's see. Oh, um, let's go Pokemon. Uh, yep, eight and nine. So I've only got ten and six to guess now. Yep. Oh. Hmm. You've played one of these and you haven't played the other one. Is either Xenoblade or Mario? Xenoblade. Xenoblade, Xenoblade 2. Wow. That's quite high for that. Um, yeah, man. Well, I mean, think about it. Like, it's because they're obviously looking at the number of hours that's been played on this. Oh, and it's an RPG, games. yeah. And that's an RPG. So, like, although there might be a smaller install base on it, the mm. people that will have played it will have played for a lot more hours. See the game that I haven't guessed yet that I haven't played? Yep. Do I have it? I've just not played I it. I don't believe so. I don't see any reason why you would ever buy this game. <clears throat> oh, I don't want to take a pass. I've got every single one on. Yeah, and I don't want to give you too much of a clue because as soon as I give you any kind of clue, it's too easy. <laughs> Something that I wouldn't play. Is it uh, just dance? No. I mean, you have played these games before, technically, but you definitely haven't played this particular version. Monster Hunter. Nope. You played the previous game to this when you were in Italy last year, I'm sure. Played. I'd finished Zelda. No, you played it. You played it two player with uh, Michael. Oh, FIFA. <laughs> yeah, FIFA 19. <laughs> wow. Well, that was good guessing for me. Yeah, FIFA 19 at number six. Uh, yeah, but yeah, apart from that, really good guessing. Um. <laughs> The only other interesting ones to point out is Smash Bros came in 18th, um, but obviously it only came out... It's quite high though for the end of the year, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Rocket League, number 12, which I was quite pleased with. <laughs> People still play Rocket League on Switch a lot. That was the best guessing that I've done before. We've done that before and I did Yeah. <laughs> we did okay, but like, yeah, that was some good guessing there. Yeah. <laughs> Spe- speaking of uh, Rocket League... Uh, Rocket League now has full cross-platform play available over all yeah, platforms. And we need to do this. Like, somebody has to be on Xbox, somebody has to be on PlayStation, and somebody has to be on Switch. I want to play this game just so that I can do that. Just because that will feel like a moment in my life. Yeah, like so I, I own Rocket League on Switch, on PS4, and on Xbox through, because yeah, I'm sure it's still on Game Pass. Um, so yeah, if I can go and play it, like, anyone can play with anyone. Uh, I, I tend to play on Switch. Uh, relatively late at night and I've not played for maybe a few weeks at this point maybe two two or three weeks um, but I, I will jump back in and, and play some more and it, it benefits me and I, I really like this news because it means that they'll, I will be able to find matches quicker because it's on PC playing. it's on PC as well yeah it's so cross platform uh, I, I want to get I want to get two in a team <clears throat> and I want one person PC one person Switch one person PlayStation 4 one person Xbox Nice, and see how bad the lag is. <laughs> no, I want to do that. We need to arrange that. Who's got it? Who'll get it on PC? I don't have it on PC, but I own it on all the other platforms. So I can play Ross, Ross or Fraser are a target for that. Okay. 
Fraser will um, never buy it. Mortal Kombat 11, which I did not realise was coming to Switch, is delayed on Switch. By the looks Obviously. of it. <laughs> but, but only by like a week or two. Like It looks like it's going to come out just a couple of weeks after. Um, that's fucking cool that game's coming to Switch. For one. I'm going to buy that on, like, I'm gonna buy it on Switch. I don't like like the Mortal Kombat the new. I know it's kind of basically injustice. I don't care for the characters as much. Like I've never like Mortal Kombat. I had them in the Master System, the Mega Drive, but like it's not really a fight and see like into. I love the movie, but like I got no. the story mode. Not for me. Good for you if you're going to get it. That's what I see. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to buy. It. I don't know if I'll buy it day one to be fair, but. Um, there's more stuff with this Batman game. There's too much like fucking shit with this Batman game. No, it's coming. It has. It's like it's going to be this year or announced this year, hundred percent. And it's going to be like Court of Owls because there's been so many leaks that line up with each other. <clears throat> I'm not considering the people that say oh, it's going to be a Superman game. No, 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 no. What you're talking about is your hypothetical hypothetically thinking what Rocksteady is going to make. Rocksteady are going to make a game that's potentially more the matrix like that theory made more sense than this than a superman justice league game the batman games are now going to be made by the guys that done origins that's what's happening Mm -hmm. and they will definitely bring one out because it's been four years this year since arkham knight so that's about the right amount of time for this to have been made on that engine because all that will happen is they went rock said okay give us the engine like you did for origins and they'll make either a prequel or sequel to the games, like the last time it was a prequel, I would imagine this time they might go sequel, you know, to keep it going forward. Because um, in the leaked screenshot that was from a, an ex-employee that got took down on Instagram, it was a, an, a heavily armoured Batman fighting one of the owls. This is, it's not even like a rumour now. This, it's going to happen. Warner Brothers it's would be like, stupid to kill the Arkham fr- franchise, do you know what I mean? It's kind of like the Assassin's Creed leak every year, isn't it? Yes, Where you that's see the screenshot, like, about this time, and then it gets announced, like, yeah. I could see that being out in holiday this year. Um, it makes sense for it to come out this year before the new consoles drop, I think. Because yeah. if this game's <clears> been in development for four years, it's not going to be on the new consoles. This is going to be yes, on five, no. the current consoles. Yeah, and I could see it definitely coming holiday this year, and I'll be day one for it. Man, I, a lot of people didn't like Origins, but I too, because the, 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 the detective parts that were fucking good. So good. Yeah. I think it's one of the few like third-party games that I played and Probably the only game that I beat on the Wii U that was a third party game. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot you got the Wii U version of it. extra features, right? Yeah, it did have, well, I think, it one extra weapon or some shit. How the like, gloves? Yeah, the daft gloves. They made no difference. I think it made one fight easier and that was it. Like, okay. Um, final two bits of news uh, Stan Lee is now being immortalised as a World of Warcraft uh, NPC. And he's got Do you know when I read this, I went. Why did he play Warcraft? Or? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. There's no way Stanley played Warcraft. I mean, Warcraft, World of Warcraft's been out for what, fifteen years? Maybe fifteen years. Yeah. Yeah, and there's no way that he'd have been playing it at his age. You never know. That's ageist. I mean, like, except for the last five years, he couldn't even see anything. Like, he's really bad problems with his eyes. He couldn't even read comic books. There's no way he was playing fucking World of Warcraft and reading their tiny fucking text boxes. Nah, it must just be the de- development team are fans of them. Yeah, I mean it's nice for things like that. I'd, I'd rather see, I'd rather see Stan Lee biopic movie. That's what I really want to see. Who would play him? Mark Marin would be my choice. No idea that is. He is he is the director that is in the TV show Glow. But look at a picture of him. He looks like Stan Lee from about twenty thirty years ago. He's a stand up comedian. 
he he is a stand-up comedian, yes, but he's also a good actor. But that's what I mean. He could be that. Yeah, I could see him being Stanley. Fair. Okay, we'll go with him. I I, I don't know if I'd watch that movie. <laughs> I I would definitely watch it. I mean, they could do some interesting things with it. Although they could do some shit things as well, because they made a movie recently about the guy that created Wonder Woman, and it was like called Wonder Women or something like that, and it was about like his wife and his mistress or some shit. <laughs> And like none of those really wonder women. But I'm Stanley's got an interesting life. Oh, he was in the war, wasn't he as well? And he was in all sorts of shit and like from him like founding like being in Timely and like founding Marvel and going through all that and the bank. Selling all the rights. Yeah, selling all the rights and then to where he isn't like the world to where he got. That's to, definitely like, gonna be a scene like... with him taking his glasses. Yeah. Spider Man <laughs> and stuff. Hundred percent. Yeah. And then the end of the movie will be him like talking about making the universe with Kevin Feige. I bet yep. it is. Even though but probably yeah, it'll be a liberties taken with that and how much work Stanley actually was involved in with Marvel by then was questionable. Well, he wasn't involved in any of How it, much of the it. creation of the characters was questionable as well, but they will take liberties with that. He d- I'm not saying he didn't create the characters, but he co-created a lot of them, if you will. He co-created a lot of them with uh, Dick Hole, for the most part. But that's so that's like was... me going, look, look at this cool character. He... he, he He's Spider-Man, he's, he's, he's a man, but he's a spider, and he can do all the things a spider can, and you're like, cool, I'm sticking my name on that. That's kind of the yeah. feeling I got from reading up on him. <laughs> do you know, um, do you know I was, uh, Bethany asked me about this yesterday, actually, because she came in uh, after, <clears throat> after school yesterday, and she's like, Daddy, you know Stan Lee and uh, and uh, what was, uh, and Steve Ditko and that? And I'm like, ah, uh-huh, the, the people that made the, the Marvel characters. I'm like, yeah, yeah. She's like, do you know Stan Lee died? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know he died last year. No, that's very sad. She's like, well, who write the Marvel comics now? <laughs> uh, he doesn't write them for years. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, yeah, Stan Lee hasn't written Marvel comics for years and years because he was, he was too old. Like, lots of other people have written the comics since then. She's like, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> I don't think she's probably never read a Stan Lee, but she's read a, a reasonable number of comics. I'm not saying they're the same person, but I'd compare Stan Lee to Steve Jobs. Like, Stan Lee was the Steve Jobs of Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. Um, but yeah, we we spoke about Stanley like when we did our uh, episode after he died, which is yeah, I love Stanley. I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm just being what the guy actually contributed. You know, <laughs> like he did contribute. He did create certain characters, but a lot of the main ones that people associate him with, he co-created them. Yeah. Which to me is like seeing Michael Bay producing Black Sails. It's like. Did you? Well, I mean, well, I mean, like he came up, he would maybe come up with the name, and, and then uh, like Dick the backstory and stuff, yeah, yeah, and Dicko would come up with the the drawing of it, and that's yeah, Stanley the, was more those, a writer than an artist. Yeah, those two things that makes the character. Like, of course, it does. Yeah, like comic yeah. comic books is made by a village person. Like you get the penciler, you get the colorer, you, uh, you get the shader, you get the guy that does like the concept, the guy that writes the overarching story, the guy that oversees it, makes sure it ties into everything else, you know, the letterer, you know, it's not just made by one guy. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, Stanley did a lot for Marvel back in the day, and like, less so did. as he got older, because he, he was re- fucking retired, or they were, he was just being worked <laughs> to death, basically. But, um, anyway, the last when was, was his final appearance Deadpool? What they said his final Marvel appearance? Uh, well, was? well it's, that was before he he died, obviously, but he's got several that's posthumous. Been ones. filmed already, yeah. Because yeah. they banked, they banked like maybe ten or so, like uh, uh, they, I'm sure it was about ten, um, to put into the, the next load of movies. And even once they've done that, they can do other things with it to, to give them like to 
give him things in there because they even like in Ant Man and the Wasp, like he had like uh, whilst he only he only had one line in that movie, they filmed like ten, fifteen different lines of the same take where he said different things every time. Um, so there's going to be things like that that they can throw in. So there's going to be Stanley cameos to come for the next good, at least the next phase of movies anyway. So uh, Stanley probably knew a lot more about. <laughs> about the MCU than what he would let on, I would think, because he's probably like he didn't have a good memory towards the end, so he would probably have forgotten it after he went out of the shoot. So they could have probably told him anything. Um, right. Anyway, last bit of news is that the Uncharted movies' uh, new director is now uh, Dan Trachtenberg, who was the director of Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yep. Which that was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it's basically the guy that gets to beat Spielberg in this man like fuck off like the guy that filmed the Bonker movie I'm, I'm not degrading that movie by any means that's what I mean like honestly like that's not the guy that I'm going to go oh my god he's going to be great for this because I well, can't say that like if there's so a tense gets... scene yes <laughs> like, here's, here's the thing right so in um, I, I watched I saw a video on Twitter today which was from 2000 and Tom Holland's fucking playing uh, Nathan Drake. Yeah, I, I don't want to see this movie. Yeah, I'm not that interested in it because of that. However, however, and this is what makes me interested is that this guy Dan Trachtenberg, like he used to be like he used to do videos and stuff. And back in like 2007 or eight, makes when sense, Uncharted he's a one, director. yeah, Uncharted one, when that game was coming out, he was on this like video thing, which is which I saw on Twitter today, and basically it was him saying that this was his most anticipated game of the year uh, Uncharted 1 Uncharted Drake's Fortune and he said he would love to make a movie of it so, so he he's obviously like into that series well maybe not but like if he's got love for the series and Do you know who has the best choice? knows the character on that then that's fine the who? guy that done Thor Ragnarok Okay, yeah. I mean, I could watch him make any movie, to be honest. Yep, Take that's what I'm thinking. TV. Like, if you think a movie, I'm yeah. not that interested. I wasn't interested in Thor Rag. Seen it, I'm like, holy shit, the director's amazing. Yep. What's his name? Ta- Takita Wakiti, something like that. I don't know how to yeah. pronounce his name, but sorry, like we can't pronounce his name, but he's phenomenal. The guy that played yes. um, Korg, like he he would he he could make any movie watchable. Like, I consider him like James Gunn. Like, put him in the movie's gold already. Like, mm. yeah. Especially with an ensemble cast. Yeah. But yeah, Uncharted, I would, I would like let Thor Ragnarok and... guy do like the next Avengers. <laughs> like honestly, see if they could get that yeah. guy on Justice League too. Boom. Yeah, I don't think he will. He'll be tied into Marvel now. Like yeah. I don't think he's Marvel the guy that made Chris Hemsworth say. You know, he's the guy that made Chris Hemsworth say. I guarantee it because you could tell that Chris Hemsworth had good times in this movie. Yep. Definitely. He allowed him to like be himself within Thor as well, and it changed his character from Hoth, Noth, Dao, more blah blah, which he kind of is to like this likable, funny character, and his back wasn't mm-hmm. forwards. Behold, yeah. let him do Uncharted. I'll fucking be there day one. I'll be go at midnight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all the news. Cool. Oh, oh, we've got plenty of time actually, but we do have an. We're going to try that extra segment because. To do the yeah. thing for my article that I wrote that I wasn't allowed to write because Andy's <laughs> Andy was in his period this week. So, no, 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 I'm not having it. Fine. <laughs> right. So um, let's move on to all the games that we have played this week. So do you want to go first, Andy? Or do you want me to go first, Andy? Um, 
I'll go first because I haven't played very much. It'll only take a minute. Cool. It only takes a minute, girl. To fall in love. Fall in love. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so I played, I think, a couple of things this week. Not a lot at all. Because, like say, I wasn't feeling well. And when I'm not feeling well, I don't really like to play games much. I like to just sit and watch movies and TV shows. So, um, Eight games over I, here. Oi. Eight games, fucking hell. I think, yeah, I think I'll have to play two. Uh, sorry, no three, because one's inspired by this new segment, but I'll talk to that about that in the new segment. Um, so, first of all, I played some more Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So, I'll stop you there. So, seeing yes. the games for this new segment, are we going to yes. keep them for the segment? Yeah, keep them for that. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, cool. Okay, so I've played seven games. Yeah. So, I played Assassin's Creed Odyssey some more, um, but only for maybe like an hour or so last night because I'd got to only for a minute girl only for a minute girl who's something that would take that though I I think it might have been yeah or he's 17 somebody somebody like that anyway Um, so I I played a bit of Assassin's Creed Odyssey and I'd got to this mission and like basically this mission right I have to go to this uh, quarry right where there's uh, and it's quite tricky like to get up yeah it's quite tricky quarry Andy Quartz, broken stone. plates is that what they just call broken plates no stone <laughs> they build their bones with stone like they have to quarry stone to build buildings and statues just they build the yeah well not back in those days <laughs> it's way too old um but anyway there's a quarry and it's guarded by all these all these like ha- like uh, higher level guards than what i'm ready to fight and now i can fight them okay and get away from them fine um and i can use like a kind of a way of like attacking them and then once once I get overwhelmed by like too many guys so once I get six or seven guys attacking me at one time I'll run away and then <laughs> and I'll run away a bit and then I'll manage to pick them off one by one until there's less few and once I can get down to like three or four I can so fight them off like fine tackling your guys one at a time yes I like to tackle them one at a time but in this mission I have to rescue this guy who's imprisoned in this compound which doesn't sound too hard except the guy's a fucking dickhead and um, so it's like go rescue him speak to him and then he follows you and I'm like, okay and then i jumped on like there's a kind of like rope slide thing jumped on the rope slide slid down and then like i'm waiting for him to follow me in the rope slide doesn't go in the rope slide decides to climb all the way down himself and i'm like what are you doing yet he just watched me rope slide down rope slide and he didn't do it and so then there was a horse down the bottom jumped on the horse and i'm like right come on get on the horse and he didn't get on the horse he saw a guard ran over and started attacking the guard who hadn't even fucking seen us and then died I'm like, oh, right, okay. And this is the third time I've tried this mission, and it's the third time this guy has fucking went and attacked the guards without me attacking the guards first. I'm like, do you know, and, and like it says, oh, mission failed. But You've not got a wait here command? Um, no, there's no like, command for him like that. He's just a guy that falls on. However, the, if you if he does die and you fail that mission, it just uh, puts you onto another mission path. Those missions. No, no, because it doesn't. It's not like a, a fail state though. Like it's just like, oh, you feel that guy, that guy died, and then uh, it opened up like a new, another mission, and it just went a different, slightly different way. So like That's this was going to allow me to like bypass like fighting a sea battle, but it just went. It, it just ended up going, oh, that guy died, so we have to fight this sea battle now. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just fight the sea battle. It took me two or three attempts to fight the sea battle, though, because the sea battle was fucking hard. Um, I, I did that eventually, and it's like, okay, now there's another sea battle, and I tried to do this, and it's me against four fucking ships, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. And, like, I, I'm now trying to work out how to upgrade my ship, which is tricky to do, because, like, you have to upgrade your ship using, like, materials that you don't get very often, it's also tried... tricky to rock a rhyme. Rock yeah. a rhyme is right on time. 
Yeah. And uh, so I was like, okay, well, what I'll do is I'll I'll fast travel around and I'll go to the blacksmiths and buy the materials that I need from the blacksmiths. But there's like ancient tablets that you need to get, which only some of the blacksmiths sell. So now I'm trying to find the blacksmiths that sell the ancient tablets in order to upgrade the ship so I can go and just the guy that sells ancient tablets. Like, (laughs) I've got your ancient tablets here. Come and get them. (laughs) So stupid. But yeah. yeah. but yeah, that's, he, but he'd that's... be like the bookshop. He's like Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> so he sells ancient Kindles. Kindle, Kindle Fire One. Get all your ancient secrets. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's as far as I've got with Assassin's Creed, and uh, I'll keep plugging away at that because it's it's a huge game. It's going to take me a long time to beat it. Um, so the only other thing I played was uh, I played the Resident Evil Two demo. Okay, we can run to with that. That's what I mean. Yeah. The one shot. Mm. So, do you, I want you to start on this? Okay, and I'll, and I'll chime in on it because I want to. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, two seconds. Okay. He's breathing, he's snoring, he's he's that di- oh, he died. Sorry guys, I'm gonna to need to do the show myself now. Cause Sally died. <laughs> but yeah, the Resident Evil 2 demo which came out a couple of days ago, basically what it does is it allows you to play for thirty minutes, um but it only allows you one shot at it. So once your thirty minutes are up, done. Cannot play it again. Um so just delete it. Uh, I don't believe your progress from the game from the demo carries over into the main no. game either. No. I'm advising Fraser on a phone. <clears throat> get the okay. note name. Yeah, yes, just get the note name. Um, so, yes, uh, Resident Evil. Um, the only ones I haven't ever played is the Revelations ones. I'm still kind of chipping away on Re- Resident Evil Revelations. Mm. Um, it's not a main series, so I don't feel obliged to play it. You know that weird way, but the story does tie into the main series. It's, yeah. It's, crazy like it is a main game but it's not one of the main numbered ones so to me it doesn't feel as even though it is anyway they're great games uh resident evil 2 um okay so aesthetically uh graphically it looks in line with what they've done with the hd resident evil 1 remake which initially came to gamecube wii and then everything uh I, I will. I, graphics are okay, right? But they're not what I expected them to be. A lot of people are praising them, but for me, I expected more. Like Resident Evil Seven looks fucking great, man, and I expected it to be like in lines with that, even though it's a remake. Like, I don't know. It feels more Resident Evil Four A, Resident Evil One A. Okay, I get that's what they're going for. I really hope they do Resident Evil. 3. That was my favorite Resident Evil, and I really hope they do Three. I'm, I'm assuming they will, because once they've done Three, that's them all up to date. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, they've done all the other ones. Um, so like the other ones, like yes, they probably launched. My biggest issue with it is the price that it, it's launching at full price for a game, mm-hmm. right? And I know effort and time and teams and right, but take away that, it's still a remaster of a game, and it's like more or less the same. Like because so I played Resident. How old is Resident Evil Two? Twenty years. Twenty years. It's more or less the same game though. Yeah. Like you take away the graphics, it's the same area, the same police station, the same layout. I knew where I was going. I knew was going to happen like so because the other games just now are kind of priced around 15 pound mark 
like paying 50, 40 to 50 quid for this feels a wee bit like, oh, um, mm. why? Like, if it, it was 30 pound, yeah, I'd be day one. Like, but the, the, the price that, like, even physical is 40 quid. And I'm like, I can't justify 40 quid for this game that I've played. And I know that it's yeah. been a while since I've done this. And I love Resident Evil. Don't get me wrong, I will get this. But the, the thing with Resident Evil is, like, alongside not as quick as Telltale games, this is prime for summer sale. Like, this is going to go on sale in like three to four months, and you will at least get 30% off this, if not more. And definitely by Christmas, it'll be half price. Like, there's yeah, no I mean, question of it. I would kind of expect to see this at like 30 quid physical yeah. after two, three weeks. I yeah. would expect to see it like about 30. Um, yeah. And then 20 by summer, definitely. Oh, easily. By, so I. By Christmas, because it's probably going to sell well, because it's been well hyped in that, and probably I'd by Christmas, well. like a tenner. Uh, yeah, and don't get me wrong, it does its job well. It fits, like, if you play Resident Evil 1 remake, even though it's, what, maybe 8 years old, 9? I don't think it's 10 years old. Maybe it is 10 years old, but it still looks playable, and they've kind of remastered that for, like, the current gen, so it looks nice. Mm. It fits in line with that, so, like, all your Resident Evil games are going to follow suit, apart from 7, which was first-person perspective. But, like, this looks doesn't look any better than resident evil 6 graphically to mm. me like they may have done some tweaks and stuff but resident evil 6 is coming up to like what six years old i can't remember when that launched but like it's not not a new game so for a remaster that they were touting to be like this big thing and resident evil 2 is what one of the biggest sellers if not the biggest seller and it's one of the most popular it's not my favorite game but right <sighs> like come on like they could have done more right and i know this is just Oh, be happy with what you've got. They take a loss in every video game they sell these days because of production costs and their teams worked overnight. So you chose that. You chose to yeah. do that. That's your choice in life. I don't feel sorry for you if that's your passion. That's what you want to do. Good for you. You're doing what you care about. Don't moan at me when you have to. That's just mm-hmm. life. That's what life is, mate. Life's yeah. not fair. It is what you make of it. Right, so disregarding all that, I, I thought it was okay. <clears throat> I don't feel the need to rush out and buy it. I'm like... Well, I haven't even really finished the Resident Evil 1 remake, so I'm a, like, I finished, Re- like, Resident Evil 6, I didn't even, like, this is going to be better than Resident Evil 6, because obviously it's got no puzzles, they'll probably introduce new puzzles like they've done in Resident Evil 1 remake, but, I don't know, it just felt dated, it felt like almost like this, this like, see when I played it, the first thing I went was, oh well, at least this could fit in Switch, and they'll go, this will never come to Switch, it, it, it's not that over graphic, it's not like overpowered that it can't go to Switch, like, this will come to Switch. I almost guarantee it. Um, so when a game's like that and it's coming out at the end of the life cycle of these consoles, that doesn't bode well for me, especially when it's a full price game. That's the main thing for me. It's like, yeah, I understand manpower, like I was saying earlier, and like to cost, time, labor, building from the ground up. We'll make it make it look fucking better if you're going to slap that price tag on it. Mm-hmm. Like, it looked okay. I don't get all these publications saying the graphics are fucking ground. They're not ground baking. They're not at all. Like Resident Evil One remake possibly was at the time when it came out in fucking GameCube. Resident Evil Six looked nice when it came out in PS fucking Three. Do you know what I mean? Like th- this is the end of the life of the PS Four, and you're bringing this out and expect me to pay forty fucking quid when a game like Metroid Four will come out at the same price. A game like God of War comes out at that price. I can't put this up in the pedestal with like Spider Man, God of War, and all that. You know, I can't. Well, I mean. Well, I mean, those games are those games are gonna be fifty, and this is forty. So technically, it's a ten or cheaper. Technically, but it's still to me like when this life cycle started, games were like games are games are fifty pound. Fifty pound is like triple A game. 
Now, yeah, that's fair enough. So this isn't a triple A game. It's a forty quid. Maybe it's fair place to some people. To me, I'd I'd have been. F- but to me, it's a tenner. I, if this came out at thirty pound, like I'd have snapped it up, and I guarantee you, they'd have sold a lot more copies if it's thirty quid. I'm not saying this is going to sell shit loads. Like I'm not saying that, but yeah, like, thirty yes. quid for somebody like me that's on the fence. It's like I'll get it at some point. It's like yeah, thirty pound would have been day one. Forty pound. It's like oh, I'll fucking hold off to the sale, man. Like yeah, I, mean, I don't know. You can just wait and it goes down to thirty. <clears throat> yeah. I'm not. I'm not in a rush to play Resident Evil Two again. Not especially with my backlog and things that are coming out that are new games. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I just don't know if it's the right time of year for it. See if this has come out mid summer when there's nothing else out. But you're you're pulling the trigger in this when there's a lot of big games around the corner. Not necessarily for PS4 and Xbox, but like I've got Yoshi's World coming. Like there's like fucking. No, well, I mean, there is stuff that's about to hit really soon, like Anthem's hitting real soon, and like, yeah. that's, I'm not going to get that, but like, for a lot of it's going to be big, like, Far Cry New Dawn, like, that's coming out real oh, soon. Oh, yeah, so I'm like, getting that, yeah, Far Cry, yeah. So, like, February 15th. new shit coming out. Yeah, so this this game's got an unfortunate time of year to come out, but I think it'll do well enough, I just, gameplay-wise, it played as it should, I wasn't, like, blown away by any of the mechanics, it played fine, like. Hmm. most Resident Evils do I think it looked alright I didn't like I said I was disappointed graphically I don't think it looks horrible by any means but I'm just and that was me playing it in 4k it's like um okay like I guess like fine <laughs> like but yeah for, for £40 I can't justify it for this game and I know 10 campaigns but if you've ever played Resident Evil 2 the fucking same campaign just different cutscenes you start at the other side of the the town that's all you do because it's clear redfield looking for chris mm. and leon and his first day in the job they've updated leon's character model so he's no longer a ginger guy he looks like the guy from resident Evil 4 does like kind of blondie brown hair and like we didn't get to play as claire in the demo uh, zombies are fine it's a bit like i headshotted them a couple of times it's like why are you not dying like that annoyed me i felt the difficulty was a bit higher yeah i mean i think the, the difficulty will be scalable i imagine in the game so like you'll probably be able to mm. the easy mode because it asked me once i died once, like, oh, do you want to put it onto, like, an easier difficulty mode? And I was like, yes, <laughs> I do fucking want to do that. Um, and it seemed to be easier after that. Like, the zombies seemed to die after one or two headshots rather than, like, one of the guys took three headshots before he died. Which I yeah, that was, it just doesn't feel right. Like, even in hard mode, a headshot kills. Yeah, but, like, it gave like, me, like, an aim assist. Like, once I put it onto the easy mode. Right. Like, which made the, which made it, like, kind of lock, like, snap to their head. And it still wasn't that easy, but uh, it was it was definitely easier for me. Um, but I actually quite liked this uh, this demo. Like I liked the concept of it, like just doing like half an hour to try it out, and you could only do it once. Um, I think that if they just put it out as a Resident Evil Two demo, I don't think I'd have bothered to play it. But because it's like, oh, you can play it for only half an hour and only play it one time, I was like, oh, that's kind of an interesting concept. I actually want to try that. And I think the graphics are actually quite decent on it, to be honest. Like uh, I really liked the zombie models that they used. Like, I thought they looked fucking great. Like, probably the best zombies I've seen in the game ever. You've not like, played Resi 7, though? No, I haven't played Resi 7, um, to be fair. and like Which was almost two years ago now. <laughs> yeah, and I don't, think, I don't know that I ever would play Resi 7. But uh, I really liked the zombie models in this game. They were really good. And, uh, I wouldn't play Resi 7 because it's first person. And that's just a bit too scary. Like, this it one, was a scary I, game, man. This one I still found quite scary at points, like... Uh, See when you go into the dark, as soon as he goes under that shutter and it's like the the lights are off, I was like, fuck, shit just got real. Before (laughs) that, I was like, oh, this is fine, this is not scary, like, ah, this is fine. Um, But as soon as the lights were out, I was like, oh, fuck, 
oh no, <laughs> this is very bad. Um, and I actually just found it quite scary, which, but not like, not too scary that I was like too scared to play, which is mm. just the kind of right level of scary for me where it's like, okay, this is scary, but I can still play the game. <laughs> not like uh-huh. scary as in if I'm like, no, fuck this, controller down away. Resident Evil Seven so a few times when I first played it done that to yeah. me like I can't I can't play this so like I have to play it during the day that's yeah. how scary that was but you know don't get me wrong this game could end up being my game of the year this year because I think it will be a good remake like th- yeah. that's the thing but I was just a wee bit deflated after playing it like don't get me wrong yeah. I'm gonna give it another shot because I downloaded it in both consoles obviously so I'm like right I'll I'll get another shot at it but to me it's just like I've played this game man like Dad and Armstrong. Like, he used to play this game all the fucking time, like, about 10 years ago when he had a flat near mine and we were both, it was just round at his every night drinking beers playing Resident Evil 2. I don't know if it just burned me out, but that was, like, his favourite game, so he's going to love this if he gets it. But, like, I'm I'm burned out on Resident Evil, that style. It's like, I want seven more, like, first person. Like, Mm. feels like a step back, like, the old mechanics. Even though you you can hide them with all the fancy controls and smoothness that you want, it's not tank controls, but it's... Same Resident Evil is six and five and four. Like you've I not really. Know, like, I quite like the way it's controlled in that. Like it felt absolutely. No, no I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that yeah. for me, it's not fresh. It's like I've played yeah. this style to death. I don't mm. have the interest to go through it again yeah. just now. I mean, I've got fucking Kingdom Hearts three coming in about two weeks. I mean, like I yeah. don't have time for this. Yeah, um, like this for for me. Like I did go on and like look at like pre-ordering it after I played the mm. demo because I did quite enjoy the demo what I played of it. Sure. Um, and I did play the full half an hour. Like I, nice. I, I didn't complete the demo though. Like I don't know how you <clears> do the puzzles. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't complete the demo because I'd had enough. I was like, I get it. I done. I went under the, got the card off the guy. I ran back to the main hall. Do you know what? I, I'd rather be playing. Something. I get, I get it. You know, like, fine. I don't know what I expected from this, but it didn't, like, go, oh, my goodness, that's an interesting... No, because it's a remake, like, and I'm starting to get burned out on remakes and remasters. I'm not saying I'm not going to get this, but it's just my opinion playing this. So, with with this one, like, uh, I never played Leon's Route. Did you play Claire? Yeah, I played as Claire, because, like, when I started playing this, I'm like, I've fucking played this game before, and, like, I don't remember any of this PlayStation thing at all. It was two discs on the PS1, remember? Yeah, but, like, I remember there was fire, and I remember being, Yeah, they like, separated you. Yeah, and I remember being a fire, and then there was, like, a, a burning bus of some kind. Yeah. And, and I was in, like, a, I thought it was PlayStation, but maybe not. Maybe it was, like, a, a gas station or, like, a, a liquor store or something like that. And there's a guy with a shotgun. That's Resident Evil 3, mate. No, I've never played Resident Evil 3. That's that start when you go in the garage is Resident Evil 3. Maybe not a garage, and maybe, maybe it was like a, a shop. Oh, yeah, that is Resident Evil 2. Yeah, not a garage. You get, so. there, as, you get there as Leon as well. Yeah, well, obviously I didn't never play as Leon. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, I would be interested to see what that looks like in... Uh, in the new graphics and stuff like that, so like I, I will get this like at some point probably. The one I'm thing I did try and do was it. you used to be able to search the desk like fifty times, and you got a picture of Sherry from mm. was it Sherry, or was it the Lassie from Resident Evil Zero? Right, but you used to search it and got it, and I clicked X fifty times, and nothing. So I'm like, all right, that's maybe in a different place. I don't think there. Yeah, there's probably a couple of surprises in there, but but I did like what they did, and like I think it looks quite nice for what it is. Um, it doesn't like if somebody just gave this to me and like let me play it. I would 
not say that it was a PS1 game originally? It doesn't feel like it. No, not at all. No, they've done a good... It's the same for Resident Evil 1 remake. Like, what I would say for you is, like, see the next time Resident Evil 1 goes on sale? Just fucking buy that at, like, £8. It's roughly the same. It looks the same and, like... You know, you're not going to spend 40 quid on it. If you're interested yeah. in your kind of in Resident Evil mode, that's in sale constantly. Like, see the spring sale that's a month or two away? Resident Evil dipped to, like, 8 quid in that, or even less. I've seen it at before. Like, it's fifteen ninety nine at full price. So go for that one. I wouldn't say Resident Evil 0, because it's not like this one. Resident Evil 0 is very much just, like, old Resident Evil style, like Code Veronica and the original PlayStation ones, like Tank Controls and stuff. Yeah. Um, but Resident Evil 1 remakes, like, it plays like this, like, more over-the-shoulder style, and you play as Chris in the original mansion. So I would I would recommend that. If you if you feel like, do you know what? I really want Resident Evil 2. Pick up that one, like, because you, you're going to get the same thing. Hmm. I mean, I do have... I do have the original Resident Evil HD. Oh yeah, on um, it came to plus PlayStation because it? it came to plus. So I do have that because that's what I was just I was thinking about when you were you were saying about that there uh, beforehand. Um, that maybe I should just play through that one just now. Yeah, I, 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 I after playing this, I did think. Do you know what? I know I've got a backlog, but I've never finished the remake, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so um, that might get added to my backlog. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, I, I quite enjoyed it. Like um. I think if you're curious about this game, it's it gives you a good taste of it, and it will yeah. tell it will give you a good indication of whether or not you'd be interested in playing this. So definitely try it out. I think I it's like a the, I like the way they did for, it. for kids these days that don't have nostalgia goggles. Like somebody that's eighteen now never played the second Resident Evil when it came yeah. out. Do you know what I mean? So this is the best way to play it. I would say definitely. I'm not going to take anything away from it as the original superior because it's not like it's the same for the. I love Resident Evil One. Like I love the director's cut version. Um, I even had it on the DSC, Resident Evil DS. That was a fucking feat, man. They'd fit that entire game and put touch controls with the puzzles on it. It was amazing. Um, finished that version too, but I've never finished the, the remaster and they've changed puzzles and stuff, so I might fire that on. But then again, I'll get, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all I played anyway. Like, I didn't play anything else. Cool. So Resident Evil 2 demo, a couple of mine will be short anyway. Like, Resident Evil 2 demo, like I said. Yeah, I know I sounded like I hated it, but... I so I put some time into a couple of mobile games, Andy, that I'll just cover quick. Um, Bendy Run kept popping up, and basically what it is is... Is this Bendy um, in the Ink Machine? No, 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 it's black and white. Do you know what? It looks like Cuphead still. Um, this, is, but it, this is Bendy in the Ink Machine. No, it's called Bendy Run, and it's yeah, it's like it's, Temple Run. But it's Bendy in the Ink Machine. That's who Bendy is. But it's called Bendy Run anyway, and it's like um, Temple Run. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be like a cool Cuphead-style platformer. And it wasn't. It was Temple Run. Uh, don't get me wrong. It looked cool. It had that kind of aesthetic of like a forties cartoon. Yep. But I, I didn't enjoy it because it's based on Bendy and the Ink Machine, which is, is a it game. the same character. Yeah, Bendy's the, right. the main character. So um, right. we've got this on on Switch. It's kind of like a it's kind of a horror game, but like a kiddie horror game sort of thing. Yeah. Well, I didn't it's enjoy right. this. It, it's Temple Run, and see, to be honest, when I want a Temple Run game. Dash because it makes sense to me, yeah. and, and Sonic Dash is fine, covers all my bases. Um, I also played uh, Fire Emblem. Well, got quite far in it. I fucking oh. this made me want Fire Emblem so much because I remember the fun I had in the 3DS when when it first came out, and like I'm like that was my first Fire Emblem game I played. Um, and the, the, this mobile game is actually really really fucking good. It's not one that's like oh I need to pay money now. If don't get me wrong, if you're a Fire Emblem fan, you're like oh I really want that character. But I mean I've yeah. got the ones I recognise in my party anyway, like Marth and the other guy that's the only one's name i know like i'm not a 
going to buy Fire Emblem Warriors because I know all the names I don't. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really good if you like it, download it. Um, <clears throat> I bought Super Mario U Deluxe. Um, yep. Now, playing this so, game... So why did you buy this? Because I wanted it. Why, no, why no, did no, you but, like, but have have you played the, the game before? Yeah. And did you complete it before? No. Okay. So you bought it to complete it, basically. Yeah. Okay. I just because it... like, because I might buy this game, but because I haven't, I haven't ever like played it anywhere beyond like testing a Wii U console. Because like, I never mm. bought this on the Wii U. Like, so this game is made for me. But what I realized is, like, I love this game, half of it. And I don't like half of it. And Luigi. Yeah. Ninety-seven percent. Okay. <laughs> I still agree with that. Like, see Super Mario Brothers U. I don't like it. Oh, really? Okay. I think it's very bland. I don't think the power ups are very good. There's nothing like. And I'm not. I'm not copying what RGT said, but he made some RGT eighty five. Check him out on YouTube. Sorry, I'll credit him to this. He pointed it out, right? Mario Odyssey. No one's going to forget the first time they threw Cappy or seen the T Rex. Yep. Right. Mario 64, when you see the fucking castle in 3D. Mm, Super Mario World, you get the cape in Yoshi. Mario Bros. 3, you've got the raccoon tail. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's something stand out in every yeah. Mario game, right? There's, there's even, always... even, even New Super Mario Bros. DS one, yep. when Mario's yep. big for the first Huge. Game. Exactly. Yeah. That was one of the other examples used. And this, there's nothing like that. There's a fire flower that freezes people, and there's a kind of the raccoon suit mixed with the cape. Even even Super Mario three D like world level yeah. was the the cat Mario the cat stuff yeah everyone remembers that wasn't that. great but like I still remember it. There's nothing memorable in this like it's okay. like it seems like a greatest hits collection of new Super Mario Brothers and it's fine like for what it is like it plays well it handles well you can it does you know like fine. It's just easy. It's just like it's monotonous. By the time you get to the end of the level, you're like, I didn't enjoy that. Like I just. Like I played it like Sonic, and that's not the point. Mario, I just held f- to get to the end. However, that doesn't matter because Luigi used the fucking best thing on this because you can choose <laughs> New Super Mario Bros. Luigi. This choose any character that plays Luigi, which is different. But like um, Luigi, use more challenging. You get less time. The levels are far fucking better designed, and it's just an all round better game because Luigi's physics is so different from Mario. He jumps higher, but then he skids. And he's got less balance and stuff. It's just. And oh, it's it's my favourite two D Mario is Luigi U. Like, it's such a good game. Um, so I'm glad I bought it for that. And yes, I have finished Luigi U. Like, but that's not the point. Yeah. I do want to play it again, and I, I will finish Mario Brothers U now that I've got it. Um, I picked up digital actually, so I've got no choice. Um, because um, when I bought it digital, it ended up cheaper than physical yeah. and because i bought it before it came out i got five pounds cash back technically because see the gold points for nintendo it's like what's you money off you order it, yeah yeah so i pre-ordered it and it worked out with five pounds credit off my next game so well it's cheaper than physical and five pounds off that's a win-win to me because this is a game that like say the switch is still around in like four four years time lexi's five she can play this do you know what i mean like yeah this is on that like i will buy it for bethany at some point like, yeah, and and like I do quite like these type of platformers to dip into here and there. Does it have uh, Does it have locked coin doors? No, nothing like that. That bullshit okay, was horrible. <laughs> yeah, I played Sonic. Like that. Yeah, but Sonic, 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 Sonic
Sonic Boom, remember, for the 3DS, and I was enjoying it. And then it's like, you need 40 rings to get to the next stage. And I'm like, no. No, this this has the standard. There's three giant coins for replayability. Like, you can absolutely yeah. zoom through every stage and complete Mario as normal. And it's got the three gold coins as, like, the original New Super Mario Brothers did on the DS. And you can go back and try and get all the coins, which are hidden in, like, well, they're not always hidden, but they're in hard-to-get places in some of the levels. So, yeah, like, I really do like it. And, like, it's the first game that I've graphical quality. You know, when you take some games off the big screen, it's like, oh, wow, okay, that's what you look like. Like, Starlink is not the nicest looking in handheld. Um, this looks superb in both modes. Um so yeah, I would really recommend this game. Like, I think you'll like it, especially for you that ever played it. You will like it. Um, Luigi, you, I, I just love it. Like, I'm not, I'm not backing down from a 97. percent I really, I'm not. Just the level design, the new time limits, the music, that just panics you from the word go. Like, it, it makes you play it with a whole different. You never played Luigi U either, did you? No, I never played Luigi U. Like, See? like say, I've only played New Super Mario Bros. U like very briefly. Mm. No, no, no. This is a great complete package, and obviously, like it. Makes you could you could play through this with Bethany, like because it allows two players on the screen at the same time in this one. So she could even go Nabbit, who can't die. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. you can't die. You fall down a hole. The enemies don't hit you. You know, she can play for the fun. Oh, there's princess that's like, um, like she plays uh, the princess. Yeah, yeah. So she's easy to play as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, actually, um. Uh, very easy, easy, medium, hard. Like it gives characters ratings on how easy it is to play the game with them, yeah. um, and obviously you can play through with all the characters or not. So, like, yeah, I think it's a great package. Like, I really do. Um, I think it looks superb still, and it's a smart move for them. It's got them another Mario game out. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. And a lot of people are like, oh, why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do that? Because they didn't fucking need to. Like, it's just half the people that own a Switch owned a Wii U, do you know what I mean? And there's more people buying Switches every day. So not many people got to experience this game. Do you know what I mean? Like 17 million people, you've just said you didn't buy it. Do you know what I mean? So like 17 million people we were included in, and I don't think every one of those played this game. So 56% higher in sales. And this this was a main title. This was like a launch Wii U title. And see the amount of people I'm watching on YouTube that like, I've picked mm-hmm. up on Switch, but I didn't own it in Wii U. It's like, so... This this skipped into a console, so it's worth bringing out. It's like Bayonetta two. It was exclusive to Wii U, but who the fuck played it? Because it's a niche title anyway. So, um, not saying anything about Bayonetta is phenomenal, but like, yeah, this 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 game's great. Um, if you like two D Mario and you're you're in the mood, get this and hmm. play Luigi. Play Luigi U. Um, played some more Starlink. I'm thoroughly enjoying this game, man. Like, I'm really digging the way that it's integrated Star Fox into the story. It does not feel tacked on whatsoever. You can kind of see the parts where they've made Star Fox come in because obviously the main character of their conversation. But the cool thing is, instead of just having Star Fox talk to the, the Star Fox, having Fox talk to Star Fox team, they've added extra lines of dialogue with the main guys where they'll talk back to Fox, like thanking him for his help or advising him to go slowly, you know, all this sort of stuff. So it really works well. Um, again, I would not advise getting this on Xbox and PS4. If you've got Switch as an option, this is the platform to buy it on. If you love Star Fox, you're going to absolutely adore this game. I'm savouring it because I've finished the first two planets now and it's like the seven planets total or something and the mm-hmm. space battles and hyperspace battles and things as well. I, f- I fucking adore this, man. Like, honestly, like you said, you were like, oh, the hovercraft's not good in phrase seen that. But if you hold R, you can fly the whole planet. Like, you just hold an R and you're flying and then you can navigate with flying and that's that's fine to play that way. Um, don't get me wrong, there are some enemies. It's easier just to, like, cut your engines and go on the ground. Um mm. 
I, I like it. I like the side quests. Um, I'm, I'm loving upgrading my ship. I've just got into that and like customizing my pilot. And there's there's actually a third weapon that I prefer to the freeze gun. There's like just a laser cannon. I, I'm I'm really enjoying this game, man. It's the Star Fox. It should have just been called Star Fox, man. They should have been can the other consoles. Let's fire all the Star Fox onto it because they've done it before. They got that um, Star Fox Adventure games it was called Dinosaur Planet, and they just threw Star Fox in it. And there was another one as well that they'd done in the GameCube that was not a Star Fox game when it started. But the guys that made this seemed to be big Star Fox fans. So what they would be sensible doing, because I don't know how well this game done. Uh, get... I would guess not well at all, based on yeah. how quickly it got discovered. Yeah, but it, it reviewed really well. Like, critically, it got it got quite good praise. Like, this was a 7, 8 out of 10 game. Bad. Um, what they would be smart doing is put these guys on the new Star Fox game. Hmm. I would. I would. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm really, really, really enjoying um, Starlink. I'm definitely going to finish that. Um, so my last game, because my two games are for the next section. Um, my last game, I tried it tonight called The Grand Tour, which is one of my favourite TV shows. Okay. Um, this is an Amazon game, and something crazy happened with this. Like I pre-ordered it in December for twenty five pound, and then Andy points out to me it's eleven ninety nine. I'm like, nah, and I'm like, what? Why is this eleven eighty nine now? I spoke to the guys that made it on Twitter, and they responded quite. The responses were quite okay. They're like, Xbox is going to give you a refund because that's like half price before it's out. That's not okay. Um, and then they said we wanted to make a game that was accessible to all. Fine, fair enough. If you've reevaluated how much your games were, see for eleven eighty nine from what I've played, Andy, this is a fucking steal. Like legitimately a steal. Um, Twenty five pound. Yeah, okay, £25 would have been fine, but I love a bargain, like I, I legitimately do. So basically what it is, is um, if you buy the game now, because Season 3 doesn't start till Saturday, what happens is you get Season 1, Season 2, and Season And at first I was like, holy fuck, three seasons worth. No, what they've done is, this is kind of like, your game's coming soon, but here's here's a couple of things. So you get one episode, the first episode of Season 1, the first episode of Season 2. What this does is something that I've never seen done before. And if this is the way Amazon Studios are going, <laughs> Black Sales better come back out soon. Right, so what happens is, basically you're buying a season pass for season three. That's the way it looks like, right? Because episode one of Grand Tour, this is like, you watch the episode, and as it's going, like, Jeremy Clarkson will talk about the cars. And see, when that happens, right. the game will transition into graphics and you do the races. So see, when they're testing the cars in Italy, it fades in. You get to choose, do you want to be Hammond, May, or Clarkson? Like, in this one, they had a Ferrari, a Porsche, and a McLaren. And it's like, well, I want to drive the Ferrari, even though I don't like um, May as much. And when you're driving, you've got the banter between the hosts. Um, you're driving around the track, like emulating basically what's in the TV show. Yeah. The car, the cars look phenomenal, right? They look really good. The, the background graphics are not The background graphics are terrible. However, you've got the tracks from the show. For eleven ninety nine, you've got to remember this game's twelve fucking pounds, right? That's two magazines, right? Um, so I'm playing this game, and I'm like. I love it, but it's not great. But then I keep remembering it was only 12 quid. Like, it's not going to have the, the, the production values of Forza, which millions go into. However, they've got all the licenses. Guys, then once you've done your section, it will flash back to the 
with the guys talking to you. So like I spent an hour playing the first episode because like mm-hmm. the episode's an hour long. And then it will like there's a guy called the American they've got that was the Stig, you know, in season one. So it's like the American's yeah. going to test drive the car. So then you have to go around the test track, which is kind of like top your test track. And it's like as him and it's like you've got to beat the times. Some of them will give you challenge. You get gold, silver and bronze medals. And some of them will be like you have to drift around the corner. Some of them will be like you have to like not go off the track. Like Hammond, <laughs> it says it's funnier if he screams and track he's like ah it's rude do you know what i mean but it's like keep him on the track like i said the backgrounds are not great the backgrounds graphically are not great at all but the car looks fine it handles like need for speed or burnout like it's more arcadey so it doesn't feel like it's cutting forza's grass at all because forza's kind of a in-between sim and arcade game um it's 11.99 again this is really only for fans of the show, right? So in episode one, I, I completed episode one. It took me about an hour. So each episode is going to take you an hour. And what they're going to do is like, so I've got episode one of season two to play. And then like seeing Saturday, it will release episode one of season three, right? Now there's going to be 10 episodes, right? So it's basically a pound an episode when you think of that, right? Because there's 10 episodes in season three and you get one episode of season one and one episode of season two to tide you over until the show starts, right? So that's 12 pounds. That's 12 episodes worth of gameplay. So to me, that's value for money. You've got the licensed guys, the licensed cars. You've got the fucking TV show. So effectively, if I know Tasha likes it, so we will watch the show live. But if you wanted to, right, you've basically pre-purchased season three for eleven ninety nine, And you've got the episode one and episode two because it gives you the entire show, like, as it normally is. And then it will phase into, like, game graphics and you'll do the driving section. But, like, Clarkson was reviewing the, the McLaren, right, as he did in the show. And see, as you're doing the driving around the track, like trying to beat the time, Clarkson does his review as he did on the show. So you're getting the voiceover as you're driving as if you're Jeremy Clarkson in this car. That, to me, is fucking cool, right? It's right. different. It's it's not like an open-world driving game. It's nothing like that. It's like the old style, right? You've got a track or, like, beat Clarkson to the finish line, like, you know, that sort of thing. Like, And it merges into the show. Like, once you get to the finish line, it'll hit the finish line. It'll give you a medal, and it'll go straight on to, like, the show. Like, it'll, it'll segue into the show. And there's no, like, dip or wait or anything like that. You can skip the show entirely. If you just want to play the, the, the game sections, you can push skip and just skip the show. But I watched the entire thing because I liked the show and I was going to rewatch some of them anyway because I'm hyped for Saturday. Um, so episode one of season one's done, but then I've got a few gold medals I need to get. It's also got a multiplayer mode and it's not online. Again, it's an 11.99 game. But see on the couch, Andy, what this has got is the tracks from the show. Like, So I've got 15 racing sections from one episode, Andy. So each episode, 15 racing sections. Do you know what I mean? So episode one of season one, had at the end it said 15 that I can replay. And I don't have to go and watch the show. I can just go, right, play this, play this, play this. There's also an option just to watch the episode. Like, do you know what I mean? So it's very much show-orientated. So... <clears throat> When I'm going doing my medals, I go to replay section, like scene select almost, but I choose the driving part and I do the driving. I got a gold medal in the one that I'd failed. So back to the multiplayer. In a couple of the modes, it was like a laugh. Like you get the banter, the host, like see if you get too near to Clarkson, he's like, well, or if like you overtake him or like, you know, Hammond says something, you know, and that's all cool. Um, the multiplayer mode's kind of like a crazy Mario Kart with real life cars because you pick up these... Um, Grand Tour balloons, like helium balloons that are floating in the track. Some of them will give you like a nitro boost, you know, like, and it says use more horsepowers <laughs> so you go faster. One of them is text the other host to distract them, right? And I didn't know what that done until like Hammond texts me as I was driving and a text insult me comes up on the screen. 
which I thought was quite funny as a power-up. And then there's one where it releases, like, pink gases from the car, as you can't, like, it's all real realistic power-ups. It's not, like, um, turtle shells or anything. But I thought, this is quite fun. And it's got four-player split-screen, which I haven't seen in a game for a while, so it's got split-screen and four-player. Sadly, it's not online. But see, for eleven ninety nine, I'm like, I'm quite fucking happy with this. Like at twenty five pound, I would have still been happy. Like if it hadn't dropped, but like now that I'm getting it for eleven ninety nine, it's like, well, yeah, this is the exact same price that I would say. It's see, worth. this is the right time to drop the price for a game, not a month after it comes out. <laughs> yes, and the fact that the guys were the guys were reasonable enough. You seen the? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, totally. If you got. If you got it on Xbox, they're going to refund you. And then it's like, I asked them, like, I didn't think I'd get a reply, but I said, any reason for the price drop? And they said they wanted to make it more affordable, like, blah, 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 accessible. What they've done is they've analysed the game and went, hmm, let's put it out for eleven ninety nine. It will sell more. That's what they've done. And guess what? See, for eleven ninety nine, if you like Grand Tour, you're not going to go wrong. You're getting full episode of the show to watch. It's a different yeah. style of concept. Do you know what I mean? It's not like you go in and go drive now. You push start on the episode you want to play, and it starts an episode of the Grand Tour. And as Clarkson goes, let's take a look. You know, and he points. It goes to the like ring, and it shows you the car going round as it would in the show. And then it will go get ready, and it's you taking control of the car, and it'll phase in. Do you know what I mean? That to me is yeah. quite cool. It's an interesting way of doing it. And I would like to see this more and done better. I'm not saying it's done bad, but obviously it's a first attempt. If Amazon can do this with more of their shows, like, I don't know, I don't watch it, but Vikings are one of the more successful ones. Do you know, like, um, say, say Black Sails have done this, Andy, and you're watching it, and it goes into a ship battle, and then all of yeah, a sudden yeah. it says, get ready, and you take control of the ship. That, to me, is a new form of media, almost. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Um, so this sort of hybrid, I enjoy it. And the fact that I've worked out now that I've, I'm getting one episode's a pound, that's fine. Like me and you were wondering like, how many you're going to get, how many you're going to get, but it's 10 episodes in season three, right? So that's 10 times 15 driving sections. It's 150 driving sections. Then I've got the one from season two. That's 155 driving sections. So that's not terrible. Don't get me wrong. Some of them are short because at one point in the show, they decided to turn off the petrol engines, you know, some of the cars petrol engine use electricity they decide to have a drag race with electricity only in like the portion of ferrari <laughs> the portion the mclaren <laughs> it's like so slow it's got that and it doesn't feel like it's so slow but the race is quick because it's like just a quarter of a mile you have to drive so don't get me wrong some sections are like that but see to be able to participate in the show this way what i will say is if tasha didn't like this show i wouldn't be watching this on amazon right i'd be waiting till after the show was out like i think it comes out on the saturday in the episode either the Saturday night or the Sunday for the game mm-hmm. I would just play it this way you know watch the show and drive the cars myself like that's how I would do this because like when I'm watching t- the Grand Tour I want to play Forza but imagine being able to do it as a combination hybrid like this do you know what I mean like imagine watching a horror film and you mm-hmm. take control of the character when he goes in the that sort of thing that's where I could see this going like the next Resident Evil film like, you watch the exposition parts where they're setting the scenes and stuff, and then, like, you meet the new characters, but then see when he goes to investigate the scary hut, you take control. It's that would be cool. It's almost like they've taken a leaf out of Quantum Break. Quantum Break, it almost is, yeah. but this is done more seamlessly where it's in. Whereas that was, like, the TV show was, like, your cut scenes, and then it moved into the game. This is, like, you watch Clarkson present and then points at the car, you take control of the car, then it goes back to the studio and he finishes that bit of the episode, then he goes and now take a look at this and you take control of the car. That 
there's a, there's there's a fucking genius concept behind this, regardless of what people think of the game. I think it plays okay. I'm, I've got what I expected. Like it's, you can tell it's made by the guy that done Burnout. Hundred percent. That's how it yeah. handles. Like you know, it plays like Need for Speed. And I've commented before how I don't like pushing X to do a handbrake turn. It's got that mechanic in it. You know, it's like I don't feel as control of the car. But for me, as a fan of this show, I'm very happy with this. And it's like if this is your first attempt, I can't wait to see your next attempt. You know, and like twenty five pound, I'd have been fine with it. See now that I've figured out how it works, it's like. <clears throat> we're giving you episode one of season one, episode two of season two. See if they turned around and said, we're doing a season pass for another tenner and we'll give you the rest of episodes one in season one and season two. I'd probably pay that, you know, and then I've got like a complete digital copy of the show that I can interact with. Yeah. That's that's incredible to me, the way they've done this. So, like I said, Tasha will watch the show with me, so we'll tandem and watch it when it comes out. But if I was, if Tasha didn't like it, if I was going to watch it myself, I would probably play the game and just wait the next day so that I could do the driving section. I actually would. I think that would be more fun than watching Jeremy Clarkson go around the track because you're getting to hear his commentary in his car while he's in it, but you're just doing the driving. So there's something special here. I don't think it's going to review well. I really don't. But for me, the handling's fine. The only thing that's downputting is the graphics at the side. But see if you look at it not as like... If you want Forza, it's on Game Pass. Fucking pay that for the month. It's cheaper than buying this, right? But at the end of the day, if you're paying 12 quid, I think this is more than your money's worth because say you don't have Amazon Prime, you're getting the full season three of Grand Tour plus a couple of extra episodes. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's I, I don't, worth it. I don't know that I'll, I will buy it, but it's more tempting to buy it at 12 99 than it was at 20, 20 pounds. It's 11 99 yeah, well, I sorry, you will twelve pound. Yeah, twelve quid is more tempting than somebody that's not going to buy it twenty five pound. But like I was telling yeah. Michael, why is it? Now went because there's no online. You can tell they've not put much work into the scenery as you're driving, but driving. Mm. I don't know if you've noticed, but Forza Horizon scenery is not the nicest when it locks you in a track either. Do you know what I mean? Like even yeah. the Forza Forza Horizon Forza Seven itself, right? Can have the nicest looking cars and gravel graphics at once but at the side it's still got the cardboard cutouts wwe smackdown one you know people so driving gear the cars look good and that's what matters and like yes it's arcadey handling but i'm not if if i really want to get in depth of a car game i'm going to fire up forza this this is fine for me for when the show's on this is the perfect game for somebody like me and even somebody like you maybe but like a game that's involved with a tv show that you love and you can interact with it this way. Like, it's an alternative way of watching it. And if Amazon are going to do this with their game studio, and this is the sort of games they're going to release, like taking their properties and like letting you interact with them, like bringing it out like a season, you you spend like, what, eleven ninety nine, saving £25 for a good one. Like, imagine Mr. Robot or something like that, and you get to take control and do puzzles and stuff, and then it cuts back into the main episode. That's fucking cool. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, so. that, that, like, it does sound interesting to me. Like, and I do like FMV games. You do like what? FMV games. Yeah. So well, I, it's not an FMV game. Well, but the, uh, yeah, it's but there's like there's live action FMV elements, quote unquote, in it. It's not FMV. It's the actual show. It's the show that I seen when it came out. Like, yeah, but I've I mean, seen like <clears throat> I like I like the concept of like Quantum Break because of that. Like, it, it shows you TV show and it also. Has game. Yeah, but this is an actual TV show. This isn't a game that made the TV well, shows. Quantum Break the is a TV show also. It's not. It never came on the telly. Well, yeah, but the episodes are full fucking episodes of TV. Yeah, but see, if you push if you push playing this, you just sent you to a video. Like, <clears throat> that, that's the TV show. 
mm-hmm. and you're watching it that and the way it works is you choose like you see it goes into game there as it goes above and then you choose your car yeah see the way that works yeah pretty cool and you can see it doesn't look awful but you can see it looks like burnout and obviously i'm playing that with one hand yeah and then you can you, you watch the second watch the second one with clarkson talking this is what i mean by tv show goes into the american does his bit that was in the tv show goes round the car as the live action and then by the time you get to the back it's in the game yeah yeah that's pretty cool I <laughs> see i was wondering yeah it's a great concept but like i was wondering how they're for I'm I'm happy with that. That works out, like I said, a pound an episode. So that's fine with me. That's good pricing. Yeah. So anyway, um when does it beat oh shit, it's only twelve o'clock. Fuck, I thought it was like two. We've we've done good time in this week. We've done good time. We started on time. We started on time. That's why. That's why we that's why, because <laughs> we started just usually we don't start to ten, half ten. Right, so we're kinda gonna this is gonna be like the um pilot for this section, and I know everyone Oh, but what about pole position? Yeah, that was more something. This is something that kind of is more to do with the evolution of the show rather than a gimmick that I thought was clever for a while because I was doing polls on Twitter. Um, this one, are we calling it Back Chat? Is that a cool name? Yeah. Right, so we'll call it Back Chat. And basically what this is going to be is games. So this is going to be us still talking about more games, but these are the games that aren't like Resident Evil 2 demo or like the Grand Tour that just came out today. You know, this is going to be games that, holy fuck, you need to finish Final Fantasy 15, Andy, right? So like, that's what the backlog is. And the chat part is we're going to have chat points, like talking points, and they're going to become... And I suppose I can tell you now, we're working behind the scenes on redoing the website, which we hope to launch the first half of this year. We're trying to port over all the old reviews. Andy's which is a monotonous task and I haven't done much of. So like Andy is trying to up to date all the podcasts and we're going to launch it once the podcasts are up to date. We've moved the majority of the reviews over and we're going to add new content to it. So just so you know, that will be happening, but we will let you know once it's live at the moment, if you go to 42level1.com, it's the old site, but the new site, we do have the framework for it. We've got the, the design for it. I think I'm not sure, but anyway, but we'll talk more about that when it, Come, but we, we, like I it's, said, it's all it's all in the works, and we've we've got a good chunk of the work done, and uh, and even with the podcast, they're they're getting there. I think I've there. only I think I've only got like maybe less than fifteen left to go, and then we're up to date, so we're yeah. nearly there. Yeah, and then we'll both chip in because I I done some of the groundwork. Say we've we found a good way of doing it now, and like Andy's going to have a look at it once the podcast is done. But I I wrote an article article for the first time in years probably um and we're going to talk about that as well and it's, it's we'll talk about that after like our backlog stuff so myself and andy we decided to make another chat group and i, I actually titled it sorry yes it's another chat but i'm glad andy agreed that it made sense because for me i need kind of motivation and like almost a way to note it down that isn't just my you know something that somebody else has seen for me that's going to be like almost a motivator to like actually play the game if Andy's seen what I've done so far yeah. um so like we wrote down the games that are in the back just now um a couple of mine aren't really backlog games because they are current I wrote down Doom, Zelda's DLC, Pokemon Let's Go and Starlink and Andy's got Final Fantasy 8, Kingdom Hearts 2, Final Fantasy 15, Zelda and Final Fantasy 12 right so Andy's got a lot of lengthy games in that um so for for me, like 
this week I focused on one of these games. Um, I've also got my New Year's resolution game that I'm chuck in this um, back chat segment as well. Um, because we decided to make a New Year's resolution. I don't know if you want to talk about it just yet. Are do, you going yes. to you're going to do the same as mine? Are you going to? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do the same as yours, but I definitely have a New Year's gaming resolution. Cool. So we'll kick off with that. So my New Year's gaming resolution. There's always a game that you're like, one day I'm going to play that. One day I'm going to play that and finish it because it gets good reviews. I'm interested by it. Why have I never played it? And for me, that game was Earthbound, right? Um, which is the game that people go crazy about. It's got a mad cult following. It was the Mother series in Japan, Mother 1, Mother 2, Mother 3. And over here, we've got Earthbound Beginnings, Earthbound, and we've never had Earthbound 2 or Mother 3. But there is a fan translation, which I do have. I will buy the official one if they ever do it, but there's a rumour that Reggie hates the Earthbound series that he's since denied, <laughs> um, and that's why it's never came out. But I don't know if Reggie's got that sort of power, but who knows. Um, but anyway, Earthbound's the one that um, I decided against playing it in 3DS because I wanted to get use out of mini SNES, and I've been mm. playing it in that. Um, so I'm going to talk about that a bit later as well. Um, the talking point this week is we're going to rank the Mario Kart games or at least try to come to some sort of agreement of the positioning of the Mario Kart games yes. um, because that was my article and I threw it up and it was just, I'm not I, I am a Mario Kart fan but I'm, I'm willing to bend on most of them um, so Andy wants to chip in with that um, and yes we've got the backlog as well and this week I played Zelda DLC so I'm going to talk about that but Andy what have you got for us in this section? So yeah, um, my uh, my gaming resolution is mm. uh, one that I know I'm going to break. So, <laughs> bad one to make then. So, but I think that I need to try to put it in there and see how okay. long it takes me before I actually break it. So my mm. gaming resolution is going to be um, not buying games only for trophies. <laughs> oh, 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 you're right? going to break that when Lego maybe. <laughs> 100%. Uh, no, 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 because like Lego games, I've gone away from Lego games completely. Uh, after Star Wars, and I fucking hated that Star Wars game. Like, I've gone away from it completely. Wait, um, wait, wait. Was this only made because Telltale went bust? What do you mean? This well, is they're the majority of your Platinums. That, you bought them for trophies. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, I, <laughs> I like the, no, no, I like uh, so no, I like them. In a game, in a game like I value, and I've said this many times on the show, I value story above everything else. True. And pretty much second to that is trophies. <laughs> like even above <laughs> gameplay, like which is fucking weird. Like, <laughs> but I've spent so much money in the last few years on just buying games shite for games as well. trophies, and like yeah, shite games. Like and okay, a lot of them have been very cheap. So like spending like say between one and ten pounds on a game <laughs> to get tro- to get trophies, but then after. After I've got the trophies, I'm never playing the game again, never thinking about the game again or anything, and it's just a trophy, like a platinum or whatever that I've got. So that's my new resolution, to try not to buy those games. How long that lasts, I don't know, but I'm going to try for right now not to do it. Um, even that, like, I still, like, I look on the PSN every week and I'll see these games pop up now, like, some cheap <laughs> shit game, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what the trophy list is like on this game. And But I haven't bought any yet this year, so I'm doing okay. Fair. So I'm keeping up with my with my other news resolution, which is not gaming related. Which is I've stopped drinking Diet Iron Brew. Wow! So, and I've managed I've managed that okay. And I drank a lot of fucking Diet Iron Brew. I haven't drank any at all this year. You used to come to mine with bottles, even if you were just popping around to drop something off. Like you'd two bottles yeah. in your hand at all times. Even. 
It's like swapping a comic over or something. Yep. I would I would drink I I was I was drinking easy like a two litre bottle of Diet Embrew every single day. Wow, you know the amount of sparring yeah. and that's not good for you. That's worse yeah. than sugar. Yeah, so that's why I stopped drinking it. <laughs> wow. Fair, like I, I cut down fizzy juice drinking like a while back. Like what I tend to do is like I'll have it with my dinner and I'll try at work to have like a coffee or a water or something instead. Like, don't get me wrong, every now and then I'll be like, ah fuck it, it's Friday, I'm having a can of juice. Um, I stopped drinking Monster a while back because it started giving me like shakes almost. Yeah, I don't. So, like, I don't really. I don't drink energy drinks or anything like that. And uh, like I've, I'm having like a glass of lemonade just now. Um, mm. But I'm drinking like uh, apple juice, like lots of apple nice. juice, which I think is uh, much I'm, better for. I'm me. drinking um, Strathmore water, which is probably nice. bottled around the corner with a tap. Yeah, and it, and it work. Like I'll take a bottle of water to work with me, and I'll just drink water. At work. Yeah, that's good. This, we're at the age where we have to now as well. There's no denying it. Um, but yeah, no, I don't really have New Year's resolution. Mm, nothing nothing really that I want to... Nothing that I really have. Um, get the wife pregnant again, have another kid, I suppose. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Like Taking apart the podcast studio was one of mine. I did it like yeah. the end of the week there. Um, studio 42 is no longer, which was my spare room and this and now I've got the MacBook. I've I've discussed this in previous shows and it's finally gone now. But see putting taking Assassin's Creed figures down, which are the first things to go up, I made sure they were the last things to come down. As you probably seen in my video, they were still on the wall and don't yeah. really want to move these. But now like it's that empty of the room, it echoes, so I couldn't do a show in there anyway. <laughs> um I took all the pictures down and stuff. I've still got like my Blu-rays and 4Ks in there because obviously I don't need to move absolutely everything until baby's here tasha was just like mm. yeah just get all this stuff but we did come across a problem you, you know my giant obi-wan statue right yes we got a loft hatch put in in the loft floored right and then we get the loft hatch moved because he put it in the stairs right and it was just mm. off center so we didn't get up to it so he filled it back up and put it in lexi's room mm. right now where he put it there's a beam blocking like a quarter of the space right to get up there right. I put the box for the Obi-Wan statue up in the original loft hatch. I can't get the box down. Now, I can't take this this Obi-Wan statue's fragile. I need it to be next to the box to go in the polystyrene to securely pack it away. So this has to stay on top of my um, uh, my bookcase at the moment. So upstairs, all I've got now is a TV. Uh, the Xbox One X is up there for safety reasons. Um, I've got my PS2, my Wii, my Wii U and just movies but all my figures and everything's gone sadly um my blade sword's still sitting there just now but like everything else has gone out of that room it's practically just waiting for um <clears throat> tasha's dad's going to get the guy that does the painting round was just paint it up as like a nursery almost yeah. um so yeah it's just a necessity um so yes uh that's what i was doing oh i forgot oh, God, God, bah, bah, bah. before we start like i got red dwarf and blu-ray this week okay yeah Right, so I have to chip in. Red Dwarf seasons one to eight. Now I'm not a guy for color grading and resolution and blah blah, but what I did do, I watched the entire season one last night because the half an hour episodes you can watch the ha- yeah. the whole season in three hours. So I did that. I was flicking, I was stopping it, going back to Netflix because it's got the DVD uh, version of it. Flicking back and then going because this is the first time it's been in Blu-ray, and I I seriously for the first time ever, oh my god, Red Dwarf looks properly red now. Oh, they've changed this screen because the old episodes, because the way it was done, it was almost like, you know, a nicotine stained SNES, mm-hmm. right? The old episodes had that kind of shade over it, that almost yellowy kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Right, well, this one, they've cleared it all up. They have colour-corrected it. And like um, uh, the guy that... Is it Grant Naylor? Grant Naylor Productions, uh, isn't yes. it? Uh, the guy, the guy um, Doug Naylor, that was uh, the guy that still does Red Dwarf, was saying he's not going to release it until he's happy with it. So it's not just a case of upscaling the DVD and putting it out. He wanted to totally correct it. Um, and he didn't want... You remember the remastered, the Body Snatchers collection, one to three, that they introduced? It was like a George mm-hmm. Lucas cut where there was CGI scuttles. One, <laughs> he didn't want any of that. So this is the... I'll tell you, this is the best value box set. I'm a big Red Dwarf fan. I know you are as well. Thirty-eight pounds, Andy, for nineteen oh, fucking good, yeah. for nineteen discs. Yeah. <laughs> so the one thing that was the main thing to me when I owned these in DVD, um, th- what they released first was just the shows, and that's what it was called. And I bought them first, then they released the double disc sets, and I'm like, I'm not paying twenty quid a set, no way, because that's what they were at the time. And um, I never got the extra features, which was like the Smeg Ops, which are hilarious as well. They even get DVD release for the with just the shows, and I had the first. Just the Smegs, but I never did the second Smeg Ops one, Volume 2 or whatever it was. This has got everything. It's even got a DVD from the Body Snatcher set, which includes the unreleased episode, which is narrated by Chris Barry with storyboards and stuff like that uh, as a bonus DVD. So there's technically 18 discs, you know, two per season, more or less. No, mm. more than two per season. But it's um, got all the extras as well, yeah? Every extra that's been out, Andy. It's nice. got the tongue-tied. It's got three versions of one of the shows. It's tongue-tied's extended music video as well. It's got all the outtakes, like absolutely everything on it. See these sort of box sets, Andy. Like Tasha got the Supernatural DVD box set, right? Mm. Second hand, she paid fifty to sixty quid for that. Like that, that yeah. goes for eighty quid. Like, and for a nineteen disc Blu-ray set to go for thirty-eight pounds, wow! Like. That's that's incredible to me. Like mm. that's so good value. And I already had to Earth ten, eleven, and twelve on Blu-ray. Anyway, this set is phenomenal. Like the original, as much as I like the new ones, you, there's no beating. My my favorite season is still like the first season. Second season is good as well. But I just love the sort of sitcom when it's just basically Lister and Rimmer. You don't even see too much of the cat as it went on. Don't get me wrong. I love all Red Dwarf. As it went on, it became wackier and wackier, obviously. But I just love that sort of the bunk bed style look, you know, in the old grey room with the talkie toaster. Do you want some toast? I toast, mm-hmm. therefore I am. And like just watching that. Don't get me wrong. Uh, these were not filmed in high definition, so it still does look kind of like an old TV show. But from what I've heard, see from season four and five onwards, it looks phenomenal, like really good, because then that's when they changed the cameras. But like season one, two, and three obviously was filmed in the old cameras, so you still do have the black borders on either side. But swapping between the Netflix, there's enough difference in even the first season that the colours do really stand out a lot more. And I'm not a grading guy, but I thought I needed to add this in because... I can't believe the value in this box set and the fact that it took like three, four years worth of work. Because I remember, I was, you know, how long I've been waiting on this, Andy, as well. Like, mm, I've been yeah. following it and like they've actually put the work in. There are some folk complaining that, like, oh, I actually prefer like the special DVD that came out in 1999 that's out of print. I'm not one of those guys. I'm just watching episodes because I love them and this is the best way for me to watch them. Um, so I, I can't recommend this set enough. The, the fact that there's the extras, like, I'm going to blast through all the seasons probably because I'm going to rewatch them all because. I think this year 13's coming. I can't remember. They said if Danny John Jones is finished, they might do a stage show, remember, as well. I need to go and see that, though. They're doing it, though, too, in London, if it's possible, because Danny John Jones is the only one that's really full-time in a show. Chris Barry, I don't know what he does now. Um, Craig Charles has got his radio show, and he does his funk and soul nights. Um, Robert Lewin, I'm not sure if he's in anything now. He used to do Scrap Peak Challenge, remember? Uh, he is doing know. something because I looked him up on on Twitter. He's doing some new show, Full Charge or yeah. something like that, Fully Charged. Yeah, 
So once all the boys are together, they want to do a live. Can you imagine how good seeing Red Dwarf on stage with the cast would be? Boys oh from the Dwarf. Boys from the Dwarf. But yeah, uh, season 13 and 14. I don't know how long Red Dwarf will go on for. I'm even surprised that we've had three new seasons, you know, 10, yeah. 11, and 12. Because Back to Earth was horrible. I don't care what people say. It was horrible. There's some redeeming features. There's some redeeming qualities, but yeah, honestly, this box set, mate, if you get the chance, like I've, I've even looked up at your website, you're doing it even cheaper, like £35 you sell it for. So with your discount, if it comes in, snap it up, man. 19 this worth. Or even buy it brand new, because £38, fuck. This this could have been 120 and I'd have still probably pre-ordered it. In fact, when I pre-ordered this, it was listed at £70. Right. £69.99, um, yeah. because I got my savings through. And I'm like, oh, that was 79 at the minute I got like, um, but yeah, definitely. There's there's hardly any beating it. If you like sci-fi and you like comedy, you've never seen Red Dwarf. Definitely get this, man. This is probably the funniest sci-fi show I've ever seen. Anyway, yeah. back to back chat. Sorry for that interlude. Um, so yeah, apart from backlog this weekend. Sorry, you got over the same. So apart from your New Year's resolution, M, did you have in your backlog this week? Uh, yeah, so the backlog game that I did play a little bit of this week was Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> you play Final Fantasy VIII? Because I've got this on Vita, and mm-hmm. uh, it's easy for me to pick it up and play it. And Like I didn't, like I say, I didn't play too much because I've been on well the last few days. Um, but yeah, I, I, before that, I'd played Final Fantasy VIII a wee bit when I was in bed. And I had an issue with the game this week, which is what I want to mention. And I didn't play it for as long as I'd wanted to because of this issue that I had with it, which is that when I was playing on the Vita, mm-hmm. so when I had it originally set up, and I think I'm about 10 hours into the game, so I'm like at the point just where you get Renoa in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I think I've been playing this same one save file for about three years. <laughs> okay. Um, but but I've managed to not lose the save file or anything, keep it continuous and not deleted it. So I'm doing okay, better than I did my Final Fantasy save file that I kept deleting and then having to replay the beginning over and over. Um, but so um, so I'm up to this point and I've just basically done the. I remember the last time I was playing it, I did the train mission. You know where you have to go and kill the guy on the train. Mm-hmm. And you kill him with like a phoenix down the zombie guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. So. But before that, you have to do like a thing where it's uh, like you have to defuse. Oh, you have to uncouple the train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember and, that bit. And and how I'd set, I'd customized the controls to the game so that it was like so that it was more like seven for the for the menus. So like when you press okay. circle, it goes triangle. back and like and that sort of stuff. And yeah, triangle. Uh, triangle goes to the menu and. Like, because and, yeah, and the default in this game is circle is the menu, which is really weird. But because I'd done that, it gave me big problems with the uh, with that mission. Because basically, I'd done a swap on the on the controls, and it's given you the prompt, "Oh, press circle," and my circle uh, was triangle, <laughs> which which really caused confusion. But because I'd set it back to default, it it changed all my other settings for PS One games back to default. And one of the settings on uh, on the Vita for the PS One is that mm-hmm. you can have the back the back touchpad buttons are set to like R two and L two and and R three and L three, but the problem with that is when I was playing this game, 
my X button didn't seem to be working. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm trying to select things in the menu. And I'm like, this isn't working at all. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, right. Sometimes it works like if I really press it hard. But eventually I realized after a good hour of playing the game, like just dealing with it, eventually I realized that what it was was my fingers were on the back touchpad. So the game was registering me like holding down R2, which meant that it like, because PS1 only really recognizes you pressing one button at a time. Uh-huh. So it's thinking I'm pressing R2 and I'm trying to press X and it's not doing it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So, like, but obviously when I was pushing harder on the button, I was letting go of the back, so it was working fine. Um, <laughs> so I just turned off the back touchpad <laughs> completely. I was like, you don't need R2 in Final Fantasy VIII at all. It doesn't even use the button at all. I don't know why, like, why it does this in the, on the Vita version, but. I turned off the back touchpad completely and it works absolutely perfectly because I thought I had an issue with my Vita and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to need to buy another fucking Vita. Like, I really don't want to buy another Vita. Like, Jesus, in 2019, I'm going to buy a Vita? What? Um, but yeah, I discovered that it was just that and I got rid of that and uh, and now I'm just trying to work out exactly where I'm supposed to go right now. So I've just... Uh, I eventually worked out that I had to go to the uh, Timber Maniacs place and then yeah. you have to go to a bar that's next to that and then you have to convince a drunk guy to move out of the way and go through the back door and that's about as far as I've got um, but yeah so I played probably like two or three hours of this but only really progressed about five minutes of the story because <laughs> like the amount of running about I did try to work out where I was going and getting this X button issue sorted and then because uh, of all the random battles and shit like that you do in between yeah it took me a long time to do five minutes worth of work but now that I'm back in the flow of the game and I think mm-hmm. that I'll be able to progress a bit quicker with it but that's uh, that's the only thing I did for my backlog this week Okay, so for my backlog, I played the Zelda DLC. Mm. Um, now, the first DLC, as everyone remembers, the Master Sword Quest. Now, I suck at that. I'm going to get it eventually, but it's like, as you know, challenge rooms. There's like mm. 40 or something, and every every so often you go through them, like your Master Sword powers up a bit. And it was kind of, I don't want to say lackluster, but like, I don't think it should have classed it as DLC pack one and two. They should have just launched it all together and it would have been like, holy shit, look at all this DLC is the season pass. But they brought it as DLC one. And I know you got other things as well, but for me, DLC two was where it was at because they introduced the story, as you know, Andy. Um, so I thought I'd fire into that. Now, basically what you do is you go to the original shrine. Is it the Shrine of Awakening? or It's next right, to yeah. the Temple of Time. Yeah. And they give you this sort of trident. It's kind of like a half trident. looks shit. But what it does is takes all your hearts away. So you've got like quarter of a heart. So one hit will kill you. But also you can hit enemies and kill them with one hit with this. However, nice. after you've like swiped it, it says it's out of charge. You need to, you know, like the Master Sword, but quicker. Like the Master Sword's maybe got like, what, 20 swings and then you need to recharge it. Um, so what you had to do was go to three areas which were marked on the map and clear out the enemy campments, right? So it took me a wee while to do it and I realised you can't use any other weapons during this either, Andy. Like, it's just this weapon um, apart from your bow and arrow. So I'm like, this isn't the easiest way of doing this. So I'm just going to use bomb arrows and play like a sneaky bitch and hide. <laughs> That's literally how I've done it. I'm not going to lie. I didn't use tactics. I just got to a place on the cliffside where they couldn't get me and started rolling bombs down at them or freezing them and then firing an arrow at their head. Um, so i done that. And then you get three shrines to do. And uh, after each monster encampment, so I cleared first. Um, 
and then I had to do the three challenges. And basically, you get uh, you know that oh that comes up with a voice in the sky who's talking mm-hmm. to you, or whatever. And it's like uh, you've proved yourself as worth. Um, now you need to seek out and four sort of podium things appeared next to the divine beast. It's like seek out these, and the real challenge begins. Okay. So I'm like, what the fuck? So basically, I got to the first one at the elephant and uh, they're marked in the map and it gives you basically there's three stat three bits to this you're on the circle podium and there's three bits at the side and on each one of them it, I, I think i sent you a message and it showed you like it's giving you like a picture on the map which doesn't look like your map so you've and it, it gives you where the thing is and it's like it doesn't look like the map so you have to kind of try and figure out where each one is and i don't want to go on the internet and ruin this so i'm like where the hell is that in the map so I found the first three, and basically you've got three challenges again. So one of them, is it three shrines again? I'm getting muddled up here. I think that's what you said, yeah, three shrines. Three three more shrines again, so like three shrines again. Once I've done the shrine, um, then it said return to the Divine Beast. So like I've done my three shrines. Some of them, one of them was the best shrine I've ever played. It was like, and it's not Rune Goldberg, it's Rube Goldberg. You know, one of those machines where like it's a knock-on effect, everything hits something else, you know, and it's a big mechanism. And I had to figure that out. And you had to use like all of your powers. Like you had to actually think like some of the temple, some of the shrines, not temples in this one. um, Some of the temples in this one are like um, magnets. Magnets will help you finish a puzzle. So all you need to do is use the magnet, right? I'm guessing Andy's way. So, like, you have to just use the magnet and temple, it might be, use the cry- cryosis, where, like, is it cryosis in this? Where you have to freeze blocks out the water, and that, that will be the solution for the puzzle, or, like, stop time will be the solution for them. These ones actually had you multiple um, powers uh, to actually like, uh, complete your shrine. I keep calling them temples. I'm going to go with temples. They're like mini temples. They're not like the temples in Ocarina Time. I mean, if you haven't played Breath of the Wild by now, you really should have. Um, so this one was really cool. There was a ball that was rolling, and I had to use stop time. I had to use my cryosis. I, I don't think I had to use my magnets, so I'm telling a lie. But you have to use multiple powers, whereas most of the other ones, you didn't really have to use multiples. Um, completed this three of them. One of them was just one of the um, uh, combat trials where you usually have to fight one of the guardian beasts um, and like I said you had to do three challenges this because once you proved your worth with the three pronged trident said go to these map points and one of the map points like you meet I can't remember the bird's name is it Kako or Kaka or something like that the the bird with the do, 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 the what is that called an accordion. The bird standing with the accordion and he's been in the game he was in the game from the start and he makes up like songs of the hero. So like you get to a certain place and the oh, I cannot remember their name. And you'll maybe remember. It's not Gorons because they're the ones in the ones that are the swimming people. This is terrible that I can't remember the name of this. I only played it last night. Um so basically you speak to them and they're like, Oh, when the old hero was doing the quest, they seen such and such up there. Andy, what's the water people called in Zelda? Uh, Zora's. Zora. 
is it Goron's is the mountain ones? Yeah, they're the rock guys. Right, so yeah, I got to, like I said, the challenge before the them and they're like when the old champion because you know you meet the four champions of the divine beasts and they all die in the game spoilers but they're dead um because they fell with the hero past and like when they done their challenge he met monsters blue and it's like you have to fight the guardians and then it's temple rise and like i said and not temple shrine in the shrine you have to use multiple <laughs> things right them done all three of them and i was like holy moly that was that was intense just for one section and it's like now you have to go and fight a boss at the divine beast so i go to divine beast and you have to fight the boss and it's like, but you have to fight them <laughs> with the weapons provided. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. So it was like Water Blight Ganon. I don't know if you fought him yet. It's the guy that goes in the water and disappears and throws stuff at you. And you have to freeze time and then hit it back at him. But this time you've got like a crap bone arrow. You've got three tridents and like an apple, a mushroom and a fish to heal yourself with. <laughs> so it wasn't overly challenging. That's the thing I love about Zelda. It, it always seems impossible at first, but there's always like the get a read out of you, an interview with the developer, and he's like, it always has to seem impossible at first, but there always has to be multiple ways to do it in Breath of the Wild. But there's always one linear way that's guaranteed to beat the boss. You know, they kept that rule so that like not just the boss but puzzles. There's always one linear way to do it. Like earlier on, I did one of the shrines, and like it was all about balancing platforms and metal objects. And if mm. you put one up far too much, it would hit the spikes. And I, I'm guessing at that point you meant to reload the dungeon. But what I'd done instead was I took the metal boxes and put them over next to the the bit I needed to get up to because I couldn't bring the platform back down. Um, was just piled them in a sort of staircase and then put a barrel down so I could get up on them and just hop my way up. And I'm like, that's what I love about this game. Like, there's multiple ways of doing it, but like the guy said, that there is one linear way of doing it. You know, they, they designed it that way. But um, so I beat the water blight one, and then I went over to the camel, um, which is on the left hand side of the map, and it's in the desert region at the Gerudo near the Gerudo village. And yeah. uh, I, I looked at my three map places there. I'm like, okay, 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 and then looked at the desert map, and I'm like, it all same man, like. It's difficult. It was difficult enough when there was one near, you know, the three islands near the edge, like Tingle Island stuff. There was one just there, and I found that it was difficult enough to place exactly where it was. But these, it's like one's just right in the middle of sand, and it's like there's only like a tiny distinguishing feature in the corner here. And this is like a quarter of the map I've got to search through. So I decided I'm going to back away from the Zelda DLC just now, right? And I know this isn't doing my back quest. However, I went to check how much, how many hours I've put in the game. 110 hours, right? 110 hours in this game already. And I went on one of the YouTube videos and it was like 15. You've probably never done in Zelda. And I went, we'll see. And I put it on and it was like cooking, blah, blah. And like, okay, I've never, I've still never really done cooking in the game apart from the, the quest that makes you do it. I've still never utilized that part of the game. So it's like, do this. And it's like, oh, finding all the armor. And I'm like, yep, I've got the Phantom Armor. Yep, I've got the Tingle outfit. Yep, done this. And then it said, meet the horse fairy. And I'm like, what the fuck is a horse fairy? Like, I've made the, <laughs> you know, the giant fairy. Yeah. Right, so then it's like horse fairy. And then I look on the map. Did I show you earlier? Was it Fraser I was talking to? And it's like horse, uh, Great Horse Lake. And I'm like, going to imagine it's there. I've never looked at that place before. And I get there and sure enough, a giant, I pay the fairy a thousand rupees, come out its flower. A fucking giant, ho- imagine the big, huge fairy woman, but it's like a skeleton horse, Like, but it's got the same lower half body. <laughs> And basically what it says is if you've got a horse that you've loved and it's passed away in battle, as long as there's been no malicious ways, like if you haven't killed it, then I'll revive it for you. 
And I went, cool, thinking one of my horses had died before. And it went, but it appears to me that you've treated your horses with love and respect for your whole journey. So I can do for you a thousand rupees for nothing. <laughs> but 110 hours in the game, Andy, and I'd never done that. Right? I'm not saying that that's not the only thing. Then it said, buy a house. And it wasn't one of these that explained everything. And it was like, number five, buy a house. And then it moved on. It was like number six. What's this buy a house? So I was talking to Fraser because remember the way I like doing games is it's cheating if you look online, but if you ask a friend, it's not cheating. So I said, Fraser, you, you ever bought a house in there? He goes, yeah, I did, but I didn't like it. I went, where the fuck's this house? And he says, it's at the bit where they make all the future guardian shit, in Fraser's words, you know, where they do the, the, the mm. booster tablet. So it's over at the Akere village. About I go there and I'm searching about, can't find anything. I find a few side quests that I'd never picked up the first time around, you know, just red icon. Yeah. I'll speak to these guys. Then I go to this house, I'm looking at all the houses, and there's a guy, and he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm knocking it down. And he's like, why? He goes, town people don't like it. And then that gives you an option saying, I'll buy it. And he goes, oh, well, you better speak to the boss. Hmm. So I go around the back, and the boss is there. He's like, yeah, I'll sell you it for 50000 Fucking hell. No. So then he goes, okay, okay, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll do a deal for you. If you bring me 30 pieces of wood hmm. and 3,000 rupees, which I had, he was like, I'll sell it to you. I'm like, all right, give me it now. So I've done that, right? I've bought a house in Zelda. I own a house in Zelda that I can go to. Nice. And see, seeing the walls, it gives you weapon racks. What I'm doing is, you know, the four guardian weapons that you get that you can rebuy yeah, yeah. to break? I'm going to buy them and mount them on my wall. You can buy stuff for your house. And this is your wee house. And then it says, my apprentice is going to the Akalane village, which is like north. He goes, go and visit him. So I went and visited him. And he's on this wee, like, if you imagine a ravine, like a big drop. And on the circles, like this wee yep. sort of island almost, it's on a giant, like, it's, it's in the midair. It's not in midair, but it's just like a circle and yeah. like all the way around to the drop. And he's building these houses and he's like, well, why don't you help me build this village? And you're like, yeah, I'll help. And he's like, but, okay, let's do that then. So I have to go. This is, I've never seen this 110 hours in the game. Yeah. Create a village for him that becomes your village sort of thing. And he's like, right, I need, uh, the only people that can work for my, he goes, what's your name? And you say Link. And he can't work for us because everybody that works for my company, their name has to end in sun. And he says, what I need is to move this big boulder. So you need to find somebody with the strength of a Goron, like, and that's highlighted in red, that's name ends in sun. So when you find him, tell him to come here and I'll, I'll have another mission for you. So I'm like, okay. So I've got to go to the Goron village again, find a guy that's second name sun and send him there. And then he'll give him another quest. So I've got this village, yeah. a house to fucking think that I'm like, I've completed this game two years ago and I'm still finding new shit. And this isn't even in the DLC, Andy. This is yeah, just in the, the main game. I, I never visited this. I know you said it was crazy that I do it and I didn't do it. I'd never get involved with it, but I know you can buy recipes and rock salt and butter and stuff and cook crazy concoctions. But the fact that there's this whole mission where I've bought a house and now I'm helping populate a village, it's like, <laughs> holy fuck, man. This is just, this could have been overlooked by me completely in Zelda. In fact, it was until I watched this yeah, video. Totally, yeah. Holy shit. So, yeah, the horse fairies kind of point to see, but then like, buying this house, I'm like, yeah, I've got my weapon rack. So, like, with my amiibos, like, I'd got the hero sword, you know, just the a, a hero long, long ago bought this sword, you know, it's the original Zelda sword. I've got um, Link's sword up in the wall, that's my first one, and now I'm going to go back to the four places and get my alt, well, what is it, the hero, the champion's weapons fixed and have, like, the trident up and stuff like that. Mm. And then, like, I've seen the video of it, and it's like, this guy's got a fully f- house. I'm like, yeah, I want to do this in Zelda now. Like, this is giving me a new breath of life into the wild, you know? Like, and mm. even though I've got the DLC to finish, this is a cool wee, like, 
side quest, like uh, definitely something I want to do. And I know you finished the main campaign as Zelda, but I bet you didn't know about all this, or did you? Um, I didn't know you could buy a house, and I did not know about the horse fairy. Um, yeah. the, the one thing that kind of surprised me, like I remember from when playing, I think I was about six hours in when I found out that you could upgrade the item slots, <laughs> so you could have more like weapon slots and shit. See, I've still not done that. Like, yeah, like uh, and that that kind of blew my mind that I didn't even know about that because I'd walked the different way from where the guy was that I would speak to about that. Yeah, but seeing seeing a normal game, this buying a house be a huge section of it but the fact that i've got 110 hours in finished campaign done mm. a quarter of the dlc and i've only just stumbled across this because of this youtube video and i'm like yeah. <laughs> he didn't even go into it to explain i had to say fraser where the fuck's the house because there's places and he told me roughly yeah. where it was and even then i didn't go into too much detail with fraser i still had to search the village and i found it it's like when you come in the main gates on the right and as i was doing that Andy, i fell down a hill when i was trying to chop wood down to give the guy and at the bottom, there was a statue, you know, like one of the ones you at, that's the grey statue that heals you. But mm. it's a black statue. And he took one of my full heart containers away. And he says, I'll give you it back if you do something for me. But every time you talk to him, he takes something else off you so you're always in his debt. And it's like the devil's right. in this statue. And he's like, can you hear me? And it's this evil, ominous music. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I just like, put this off the telly. Lexi's, like, Lexi was up at that point. She goes, it's not. And I goes, this is Zelda. I've never seen this before. So I actually mm. quit out the game anyway because he stole a heart container. I didn't want for the devil but i'm like mm. the fact that that's in the game as well and i've not seen this either yeah um and i've got 110 hours in this game and it's still giving me like it's still feeling fresh like and i know you didn't like the rain is annoying and stuff like that but like see honestly this game's fucking beautiful sometimes sitting on top of the hill watching the sun come up watching a dragon go by at night time watching a rain cloud go over like a big fucking cliff drop you know like it, it's it's such a lovely looking game and the world has got so much to it that like even watching my hero's path, you know, you that's DLC one as well. There's still areas that I've not even set foot in. It's mm. it's incredible, man, this game. Um but yeah, anyway, I hope to finish more of the challenges for next week of part of my backlog because I definitely want to clear Zelda's backlog because this is story, because once I finished the bit with the elephant, it gave me backstory of the old champion. I cannot remember her name, but it gave me more insight it showed me and what i'm getting is this is the uh, you know how you're the hero that reawakened because you went to sleep when the princess yeah. went to battle with ganon this is the original link when he had all his memories with zelda you know that's there because he seems kind of different even though he doesn't speak and like it's with the champions you know the champions knew a hero even though he looked exactly fucking like you and had the same name you know because that's mm. what link is he's the hero that reawakens when the uh, heroes need so like that's kind of cool that i'm seeing all these cuts getting a bit more insight to the champions and how they got to be the champions and what they went through and stuff it's definitely like well worth it like in what was dlc what 20 quid if even like 17 pound for the the both both of them um yeah it was something like something that, like that. Yeah, I don't but think it was that like like i've always said <laughs> see since the mario kart which is probably the first dlc i remember them like for a game that it's always been great value like Nintendo's DLC and stuff, and like even though they're online services, fully they are seventeen ninety nine a year or nineteen ninety nine, not a lot of money anyway. But like, um, honestly, I'm having so much fun revisiting. Like I said I finished it three months after it came out. Remember, I was saving it for Italy. Yeah. I ended up finishing it before I went. Thank fuck I did because Lexi arrived, obviously. Um, but like, um, this game's it's got such long lasting. I mean, a. I'm finding new stuff in the base game 
like that's that's not just a small fetch quest it's like buy a house you can decorate your house you can leave weapons on the weapon i can get you more stuff for your house go and populate a village with my it's like what why what the fuck man like this is just a village that i kind of ran you know during the quest we had to blue flame to light all the way up the mountain did you do that i did part of it but i couldn't uh, in fact no i did do that there was another one that was a similar quest though that i never got yeah, but then there's even the wee bit. Remember the survival, at the bottom, <clears throat> the bottom of the map where you get stripped yeah, of no, everything. Like, but that's still in the game. Do you know what I mean? It's like mm. that's still in the game, and I've done 110 hours. You see, when I see these put 300 plus hours into Zelda, I'm like, no wonder. And even half of them say this game offer it 300 hours, man. And the good thing about this game is none of it ever feels monotonous. Like, okay, I'll give you when the rain falls and you need to ass but everything you've done yeah. done well like such a good game man um so yeah before we get into our ranking bit because we move on um i played earthbound andy and this is my newest resolution so uh this game kind of looks like pokemon it's an rpg but it's set in kind of the real world what happens is like a meteorite falls down to earth and you leave your house you've got like a liberal mum who allows you to investigate it. there's police blockades throughout the neighborhood um, the neighbourhood kid Porky comes over late to get you after you go back home because you need to rescue his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go past a creepy sign maker who wants to talk to you alone. Uh, you go to the meteorite and you, the, the brother's there and you pick him up and a, a bee from the future comes along. <laughs> it's so crazy, man. And warns you of Gigias or Gigas and then you fight a robot. Um, after that, you go back to your pal's house. The mum goes, ah, a bee and punches the bee to death. That was your companion. I fucking hate this mum. And I showed you what it looked like a couple of weeks back. The mum's horrific looking, like horrible looking. I'm not saying this game looks horrible because I think it looks quite pleasant. One of the nicest 16-bit soundtracks I've ever heard. Um, So like Porky gets punished by his dad and he gets no dessert for a decade as punishment. Um, I get the soundstone off the bee and I've got to use the soundstone at different places. Um, His dad says that he hates my father because he loaned our father. But he loans the family a hundred grand and they've had to live in ever since. But I've wrote here, I think he's lying because they have a cat kiss at the front door and that's what rich people have. Um, a photographer came down from the sky, right? Took my photo and flew away. This game's crazy. Um, my dog that came with me to the meteorites, not too scared to go outside. Um, I went back to meet the local sign guy the next day and he wanted to go to the basement. I went down and he showed me like a weird statue and then told me to get out. Like, I'm not sure what this guy's all about, but that's quite dodgy. Um, then I went into town and looked in the library. The lady outside said you can buy maps. And there was a weirdo guy with a Jason Hockey mask at the back, but he wouldn't speak to me at the time. So I went to try and speak to the mayor, and he wouldn't speak to me either. I had to get, like, a key or something. So there was, like, punks, like, guys hanging out at the back of the arcade. And um went to the back arcade and fought Frank. And, like, halfway through the fight, he's like, now me. And it beat me. So I thought, this sucks because I'm going to have to try that fight all over again. But I'd done a few bits of grinding, like fighting things. Went back to the behind the house, the, the arcade. And instead of having to fight Frank, he goes, you think you're ready for And I got to skip the first half of the fight because Frank's like a rocker with a leather jacket with a knife. Yeah. <laughs> and like he was stabby stabby and he took most of my health off. Um, the cool way, you save this by four dad and he saves it he puts money in your bank and you can go buy stuff um that like if you fight an enemy that levels below you instead of having to go through the grind and 
like see for its time this is genius because it came out in like 97 98 when you bump into like a stray dog because all your enemies are visible on screen this which is great for its time as well because most of the time it was random battles because it was easier that way you know than animating all these things yeah. on screen you run into a dog and like say like if it's like level four and you're level four you have to fight it but say it's when you're level four, you just go whoosh, you win the fight and it'll give you your xp which is cool, cool to me um investigated makes, a week makes cave. grinding a bit less tedious eh? a bit less tedious yeah it's still as you win so it still goes into that but you don't have to do a full battle um got to like this cave because this place they were all telling me about up in the hills and um i ended up getting nailed because there's all these mice in it like i absolutely love the fighting system in it. works wonder this i'm not gonna lie i did dip into the english translation of like i knew even less about um because it's not even out here and all I knew was Lucas from that, and I know Ness is the guy from this. Mm. But I've I've played maybe like four hours of the one in the Game Boy, the fan translation anyway. And I'm playing as his dad, who reminds me a bit of Rick from The Walking Dead because he's got a cowboy hat, and Lucas keeps getting like kidnapped and stuff. Like it's really weird. Like there's a, a forest fire, and you have to gather the guys in town, and you you're kind of like the sheriff, but not the sheriff. And you're beating up all these guys, and your wife's away. So cool! Like, see the graphics. Like, honestly, it's so beautiful the way it's done. Like, she's in holiday with the two kids, and she writes you a letter and sends a dove away. And then as it comes into you, you wake up, go out your front door, the dove comes down, and you get to read the letter. You know, and like, it's just really nice. But see, Earthbound, like, I love the soundtrack for that. Like, it's really, um, and I'm definitely enjoying this game. Like, the only hassle is having the the length of cable and the SNES. Like it, it did nearly make me buy it in the 3DS because it's like, well, not only do I have to take this out and like swap one of my HDMI cables around for and PlayStation to power the fucking thing, but the SNES controller, even though it's longer than the NES Classic, doesn't reach half my living room, you know. So it's like yeah. I have to kind of sit on the floor to play this, like I'm a child, and like I never had a SNES, so I've not got nostalgia for sitting. I mean, you can this. buy extenders for those, but yeah, you I can I see your point. It's a pain, and like at night time, I can't really play anything in that room because it's right next door to Lexi's, and everything echoes now in it. So mm. I would have to have the sound down, and I don't like having the sound down in this game. So there is a chance, and I don't want to restart Earthbound, but like I might end up having to just get it to 3DS for easiness. But I know the minute I buy it on the 3DS, it's the fucking Switch. You know, mm, probably yeah. this is this is a game that will come to the Switch, even if it's not. to us but earthbound's so good man like i understand that i even bought amiibo and s i love it. like it's nice. such a cool amiibo and like i said i'm surprised by mother three earthbound two as i'll call it from now earthbound two like lucas like i've only met him twice and I, this is a lengthy ass intro sequence dad's gonna die do you know what i mean because like i've been leveling leveling pals up and i know mm. games have done it before but at the same time from what I gathered, Lucas was the main character, and it might well be, but yeah. not, I've not got to so play do you it think, yet. Uh, do you think you're going to beat this game? Earthbound, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Definitely. I'm enjoying it so much, man. Definitely. Yeah, I definitely I, think you'll get into it. I will try it at some point. Like I've just like I think if I hadn't been, you've got all the RPGs. I would have tried it, but I've got it installed on the on the SNES, so it, it came as standard. It's one of the yeah. standard games. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. I couldn't tell you what game is standard on anymore. <laughs> yeah, it was one of the... Th- but no, anyway, definitely. So that was our backlog for this week. So let's go on to our talking point, Andy. 
And our talking point this week is trying to rank the... And and before we start this, I don't class Mario Kart 8 and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe as two separate games because they're not. It's the same game on two systems. Yeah, so we can just... We can combine them, that's fine. Yeah, so we've got eight Mario Karts starting with... I'm just going to read them Starting with the one on the SNES, which was just Super Mario Kart... Then next, so, so yeah, so <clears throat> that that is the worst one. Yeah, that's the worst one. That's why I put that, it eight. Right, so we're happy enough with that position. That that's locked in at number eight, definitely. Yeah, cool. So after that, what one was it we got? Would it have been Mario Kart sixty four? I believe. Um, I think it would have been chronologically. Yes, chronologically. That then possibly Mario Kart Super Circuit in the game. So I never played that one. Right, so it's basically like a sequel to the SNES when it's it the looks, exact same. It looks shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then so I'm I'm happy with that one at number seven if it's the mm-hmm. same as the SNES one because I hate the SNES one. Yeah. So eight and seven are fine, right? So then we've got Mario Kart Double Dash, Mario Kart DS, Mario Kart Wii, Mario Kart Seven, and then Mario Kart Eight. So. Out of those ones, what would you put at number six? It's like, as much as nostalgia paints it over, it didn't play well when I went back and revisited it on the Wii U. Um, Are you talking about Mario Kart 64? I am. So, I think that Mario Kart 64, like, is an amazing fucking game. And... When did you last play it? Maybe... Maybe 12, 15 years ago, something like that. Somewhere in that vicinity. So you've got to take into account nostalgia is... In fact, no. No, I've tested it on a console more recently than that. Like, within mm. the last couple of years. And, like, right. it looks looks like absolute shit now. Totally does. <laughs> like, the graphics are terrible. But mm-hmm. that's just the way the 3D graphics look now. I still think it plays okay. Like, plays exact same. Drifting, okay. like... And that was where, like, that was where it really became the game that it is now. Oh yeah, Mario Kart sixty four is the reason, and I've even wrote that in Mark. Yeah, and like four, the four player multiplayer in that, holy fucking hell! You can't, yes. I can't believe that it worked, and I can't believe that it worked flawlessly every time, hundreds and hundreds of games over and over. Like, so you would, played, you would probably rank that a lot higher. Than... I would, I would definitely put that as a higher than higher than six. Right, so we'll get back to that one. Right, so Mario Kart 7, did you play much of it? Uh, no, I've only played that like in uh, testing consoles, and I, I wasn't a big fan of it. I, I think it feels slow, even playing on so, fast. So would you maybe put that down at number 6? Yeah, I would be okay with that, yes. Right, so we'll put Mario Kart 7 at 6, because I played it quite a lot, but if you've not, a lot of discussion to be had. Right, so, right, so now we've got... Number five. Do you, that, do you think that Mario Kart DS is better than seven? That that was that yes, hundred percent. Uh, yes. Okay. Because and the reason for that is at the time you, it was like out in what two thousand and five, I think it came out, and like mm. it, it was it had online and like playing online in your hand using like Wi Fi was fucking incredible to play Mario Kart like that. And if you had two DSs in the same room, like I think I had it when I was. Chefing, and we used to sit and play it, and there was two DSs you play about. One cart, couldn't you? Yeah, you could play in one yeah. cart because the other person. So that was just incredible. So that's the reason I put it at number three, right? 
However, right, what we've got, right, Mario Kart 7 is now at number 6. So what we've got so far, ladies and gentlemen, is number Super Mario Kart, because it's almost unplayable and headache-inducing today because of the graphics. <laughs> Mario Kart Super Circuit is like a sequel to that and looks even, even at the time, on, originally when Super Mario Kart came out, I did not like it. I fucking hated nope. it. Like, I prefer it was, like, like, Street it Racer. Like the, yeah, Street Racer was great with the rabbit. Game. Yeah, it was it such was a good game. I had it in the PlayStation Street Racer. It had the rabbit and all the wacky characters, but like uh, Mario Kart Super Circuit, it looks like a sequel to that. If it came out the next year as Mario Kart 2 in the SNES, that's why I put it at 7. So number 6, we've got Mario Kart 7. So we need a number 5, right? So, you know, I don't think Mario Kart DS or Mario Kart 64 are going at number 5 then. So our options are Double Dash or Mario Kart Wii or Mario Kart 8. So... Double Dash, I'm not a big fan of Double Dash. Like, are you, were you a fan of Double Dash? I liked its mechanics slightly, but... I mean, no, not really. I don't think the courses were there. Yeah, I mean, like, it was okay, like, swapping back and forward between the characters, but it didn't really add anything. And they, they added the, that track that was just, like, one loop, and it was fucking yeah. tiny, and it was terrible. And that was, like, the that was like the first... I'm sure that was, like, the main track. They were like, oh, look at this yeah. new track. And <coughs> and the thing is with that game, like, the games that came after it, like, uh, the Wii, the Wii one took everything that Double Dash had and did it way better. And everything yeah. from Double Dash worked with the Wii version. Like, I remember buying wheels when Double Dash was out, and they all worked on the Wii version. And, like, the mm-hmm. Wii version was way better than than Double Dash. Cool. Right. Hold on. Save. I'm just redoing my article as we do this. Right. Double Dash, we're having at number five now. Yep. I'd be okay with that. Right. Okay. So then we've got the decision of... Hold on. Let's delete this. Oh, come on, phone. I hate how you have to tap on it and then tap again. Like, you can't just highlight. Right. So. No, go away, you as well. Come on. Sorry, listeners, this is not very interesting. <laughs> so, so yeah, so we've got... Uh, at 8, Super Mario Kart 7, Mario Kart Super Circuit, 6, Mario Kart 7... Five Mario Kart Double Dash. Yeah. And then four, I think probably four is probably where Mario Kart 64 belongs. Number four for Mario Kart 64. Yeah, I don't think I can justify like pushing any higher than that because um, whilst it is great fun to play it on the couch with four players, it's a very rare occurrence where you would actually get that in this day and age. And, yeah. And like I say, the graphics nowadays it looks like shit and all of the games that have come out since then look far far better and the uh the the last three to add on to this like even the ds one like that yeah. even looks better than <laughs> right, oh, 100%. Right, you know. and the 100% wii version the wii version actually looks all right like on even on a modern day tv looks completely fine in fact i would go so far as to say it still looks good oh yeah it does still look good and it's still right. very playable so one, two, three. So number four, we've got Mario Kart sixty. Right, I'm fine with that. Yep. Mario Kart sixty four. So Double dash is at number five. The DS one I haven't really played very much of. DS one I put at number three. I think that's what it deserves to be anyway. Um, 
absolutely brilliant game. I played shit tons of it. Like, see for a while, when pack, and it was just Mario Kart I had with it, and absolutely played the shit out of it. Um, so I've got that number three. If you're okay with that, yeah, I'm okay with that. Like I say, I've I've not played it very much, so yeah. So number three, we've got Mario Kart DS, which means number two. Is either Mario Kart Wii or Mario Kart Eight? I'd Mario Kart Wii. Yep, and I would I would agree with that. Like, uh, although like the uh, Mario Kart Eight is kind of like best of. It's kind of like what they've done with Smash this year almost or last year almost. Yeah, where they've just chucked everything into it. But the the Wii version, um, I, I really did like it when it when it first came out because it was really accessible for everybody. Um, because they had that motion control option. I hated mm. the motion control completely. Absolutely despised yeah. it. I played with a GameCube controller. Or a GameCube wheel, <laughs> a proper yeah. wheel. At all times on Mario Kart, we are never used the motion control because I hate. No, it. I never use it. Um, but, but it was from, accessible like, for everybody, and yeah. I, I love the tracks on it. Like the tracks are track. Mumu Farm, I think, was probably my yes. favorite one. That yeah. was from the '64, though, I think. Yeah, but I mean, like obviously, like although they have the same tracks, these tracks in this game look good. And then the '64 game now they don't, they don't look good. They're all like no. uh, they're all upscaled and everything and redone for yeah. for this version. And and you can have two items in this one, can't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can no. have two items in this. No, no. Oh no, they give you multiple. Some of them had multiples and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But you could. Only, I, I liked it better actually when you could only have one item. I think two items like. Kind of confuse things. Grip does that. Does that with two items for some reason, and I don't like that. Yeah, but yeah, um, but this is good. I didn't like the bikes. Like, no, I wasn't a fan of the bikes. And do the bike properly, because then it, it's not Mario Kart. Then is it? It's Mario Bike. Yeah, and I never went on the bike. Like I was, I was, I was playing Toad in Mario Kart. I'm always, yeah. <laughs> and I like playing as Toad. He's kind of like he's kind of an all rounder. Mm-hmm. He's he's my he, I'm main toad in Mario Kart. <laughs> I used to on Mario Kart sixty four go Wario, but now I kind of tend to go Yoshi. Fair okay. Yoshi, mm. I just like Yoshi. So yes, that means Mario Kart Wii is number two, and at number one, Kart Eight, which like you said might have just been a best of. But oh my god, see from like the anti grav tracks to customizing your carts, which some people like, some people hate, but also like having Link. Like I said, like driving around mm. the Legend of Zelda tracks with the Zelda song playing, like the Zelda theme, and like it was just some special about that. And for some reason, I don't mind going as Link on a bike. See the Hyrule Cycle or whatever it was, mm. the one that they introduced. I think it was the same one they introduced into the main game. But I just loved it. And like on the best way to play it's on the Switch. Although I will yeah. say I played it on the Wii U and I played you a few times. Yeah. That even though you couldn't talk to your friend during the game, you had to ch- yeah. talk in the chat room afterwards. I think me, you, Ashley, and Tasha played it one night as well. We um, did, yeah, I'm sure we played with Fraser as well. As yeah, well we played point. with Fraser as well. Yeah, so like I've had quite a bit of fun of it. Don't get me wrong, I've not played as much as I su- should have on because I was waiting. F- I was oh, I won't play this till they've added it onto the Switch app. But see, now I might revisit this after we've done this list and play you a couple of tracks just to see how we've aged because I haven't played much of it so my skills might not be great and I'm interested to see and I'd rather just play online than playing through the Grand Tour mode because when I got it I just started going through it you know grinding doing the tracks getting all my gold cups I think the fun's online or or on the couch mode player so I definitely challenge you to a Mario Kart match soon on Switch because we've not done it yet and you can play that anywhere so there's no excuse for like oh I don't have the telly just now like in the Wii U it's like no I can play that anywhere 
Yeah, I mean, it's one that I'm planning to play because I'm I'm going on a trip next week down uh, down south, which involves uh, a seven hour train journey there and a seven hour train journey back. So I will be taking the switch and I will be playing Mario Kart on the train. <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to do local link. Yep. Yeah. But like uh, Mario Kart's an incredible. I'm glad we kind of agree that now because graphically it looks phenomenal, even in the Wii yeah. U. Like it oh, looks yeah, phenomenal. Oh yeah, the Wii version it, still so. looks great. Like I mean, yeah. even the Wii version still looks pretty decent. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I've got the HDMI converter for the Wii. It looks great. Yeah. Like, it looks great. So, Nintendo kind of, with their main properties, you always tend to find they look shit hot even years later. Like, Nintendo games tend to do that. Like, they, like everything, they do age. Um, like, Super Mario Kart and the SNES and the Game Boy Advance haven't aged well at all, in my mind. Um, but yeah, like, I just absolutely love this one. Like, Mario Kart 7, I probably didn't put as much time in as the DS version. Um, however, like the fact that they made clear that that was a seven, that's the first time they put a number, and it was like to let everybody know this is a main title, yeah. And I think Mario Kart Eight on the Switch, they've got the perfect version. It's going to be kind of hard to top it with Mario Kart Nine, I reckon. I definitely think it will be. Um, so yeah, that's our ranking Mario Kart list. Uh, we're going to be doing some more of these. We're going to have more talking points. How do you think this went? Do you like this segment? Do you not like this segment? Yeah, I like it. I think that. Um... I think they didn't take us too long to rank those there, which is which is good. And I didn't mm-hmm. think it would take us too long to rank them ones. I think other ones no. might take more. Sonic could be a whole show. Oh, Sonic, jeez. <laughs> I think Sonic's better left la- later on. Final Fantasy, I don't yeah. think it'll be too hard, you know. Like, yeah. um, but like, uh, because we could probably agree in Final Fantasy because I know what you're not. And, like, don't have too many arguments against it. I just prefer some of the others. But like, yeah. I'd be happy with my number one going at number two because. Same I, I think that's one that you need to leave with me for a wee bit so I can play some of the other ones because like Final Fantasy 4 I've played it for about oh 20 God, minutes yeah. you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> so I can't, I can't really go like oh yeah that like that game is not as good as 7 I, well, I know where I drank the first 3 anyway so that's yeah. easy <laughs> but yeah I haven't, I haven't put enough time into 5 or 6 yeah but yeah that's one for later on but uh, we could pretty soon do the Kingdom Hearts series. We're going to do some more of these because I like doing these lists and I like this is the sort of stuff I like reading online. So that's the sort of content I want to be doing for the new improved website. So this will be one of our first articles. Hopefully, I would say within the next month, we can get the website kind of going and we'll work on it as time goes by. If there's things we like, oh, we'll just change that because the system we're using now is a lot easier to use than what we're doing previously to make changes yeah, with the website. See that, like, just for <clears> a bit of inside baseball for you listeners. <clears> um, to, for me to put up an article on the website um, required, first of all, someone to write the article, which takes mm. however long the article took to write. You're talking probably at least an hour to five hours, depending on what it was. And then mm. it would probably take me at least that time, probably five to six to maybe ten hours, depending on what I was putting on the website, to make the page for that article and yep. put that article in there and, and upload it to the website. Uh, and that shit, like, we don't have time for that anymore. Whereas <laughs> now we can literally write an article, insert images in Samsung, and put it straight onto the the app yep. that we're using for the website. Now um, it's incredible what we're using. I'm not going to tell you what we're using just now in case people look down noses at. All you're going to know is it's going to be a sleeker website, easier to navigate with most of our content. There's going to be some content left out because some people don't work in the show anymore, and some of the articles just weren't weren't good so some of those articles really don't represent what 42 is at all some no. of them do still but a lot of them don't <laughs> so we're going to work in porting them over we're going to add new content as well but when it launches 
up. So I, I, I want to have the content that I like searching for or the, the shit that I watch on YouTube. I want to have that up. We're going to also have links to our YouTube channel and stuff like that as well. Um, but yeah, this is this is one of our first articles because I wrote it out. It was just a kind of reorganizing of where they go. Um, and it wasn't too much of a disagreement. Like I said about Mario Kart, I'm a huge fan. If you'd said that you wanted... I read an article the other day that put Mario Kart 64 at the bottom of the list, which was totally wrong for me. Yeah. Like, and I know we jumped up a few positions, but that's fair because the tracks are memorable. You know what I mean? Like, but it just doesn't hold up, and that's the hardest thing I think it's going to be. That's why I went and revisited most of them, mm. um, because nostalgia does glaze over what the game is like now. And if you're ranking it with the most recent game, you have to have recently. Like, I suppose you could watch a video on it, Andy. Do you know what I mean? We could watch a YouTube yeah. video. If you don't want to go back and, like, say we were doing Kingdom Hearts when the new one comes out, um, a lot of them you're not going to play again. So, like, I don't know. Like, you know, we could we could check a video just to refresh your memory as long as we played it before, and that would be fine. Kingdom Hearts is, is going to be a tricky one. Like, I because of all the side ones. Because of all the fucking side ones. Yeah, I mean, like, I've not played, I don't think, any of the side ones. So. What, would, what would you like to do? Would you like to do? I mean, I Next definitely week. want to do. I definitely want to do Final Fantasy at some point. I definitely want to do uh, Kingdom Hearts, but I don't think th- those are more downline mm. ones. Once you've played a bit more of some of those games, because, like you said, I mean, how much how much have you put into Final Fantasy Five? An hour, maybe. Exactly. Maybe. Like, I mean, I'm the same. If that, I think I played it on a bus journey once for an hour and never went back to it. Mm. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's going to be a, a work in progress. Yeah, but the likes of Sonic. Have you got have you got some in the pipeline that you'd like to do? I would like to do Mario because I don't think that will be as difficult. I'd okay, like to yeah. rank the Mario games. Yeah, um, that will be a lengthy list because there's more of them. But I don't know if we'll count. We're not going to count side games like Mario and Yoshi. We're just going to count like mainline Mario's. But I don't know how to do it. Do we do the two D Mario's in one list? I rank the two D Mario's and then rank mm. the three D Mario's in a separate mm. list. No, I think we combine them. 2D and 3D all together. Yeah. That's going to be a big yeah. ass list. But yeah, be, fair enough. Controversial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. So I think ranking Mario is the um, yep. definitely. Uh, like I said, Luigi used my favorite 2D Mario, my favorite 3D. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, like that's going to be challenging. Like, and I'm I'm not going to count Mario 64 DS version because that's an abomination and I hate it and it's basically like. It's disgusting, but I don't know. That's something we can talk about. But mm-hmm. we do have a talking point for next week. I want to discuss that I'll tell folk on the show. Um, yes. So next week, our talking point is going to be which video game franchise deserves a movie and hasn't had one yet. Mm. That's what we're going to be discussing next week. Um, so stay tuned for that. But yeah, I think that's about us for this week, unless you've got anything else, Andy. Nope. Cool, man. So we'll wrap up the show there. Thank you very much for listening. Said stay posted relaunch uh we'll let you know via twitter i don't think the facebook's really active so we'll post it on twitter because that's what all the cool kids do at 42 level one on twitter 42 level one and stay tuned in an hour's time you've got the b team with chip selling the rest of the guys and um, we'll be back next week with more big screen we screen level up and back chat so thanks very much for listening on behalf of myself and andy bye